Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, January 29th, 2017, and I am your host, Renata. I hope you all are doing well today. Hope you had a great week. Uh, We are going to start with a song, and this song is Shifting the Atmosphere by Jason Nelson. Thank you. 
Amen. That was uh, Shifting the Atmosphere, Jason Nelson, and you can pull that up on YouTube and listen to it for free. It's a beautiful song. I love that song. Start eight. If you would like to open us up in prayer or if you would like to read a scripture, start eight. Okay. Then I will do it. Heavenly Father, you said you inhabit the praises of your people. So we come before you this morning and this afternoon in some places, lifting you up, Lord, singing all praises to you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for for a shift in the atmosphere. I thank you for a shift in our circumstances, Lord. We do not have to be victims of our circumstance, Lord. You can shift that, Lord. You said that we can speak to mountains, Lord, and demand them to be removed, Lord. So we we command, Lord, that all things that come to easily beset us be removed right now in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I just thank you for each and every person that you sent here today, Lord. I ask you, Lord, to intervene into their circumstances, Lord. Lord, shift the atmosphere in their homes, Lord. Shift the atmospheres in their mind, Lord. Shift the atmosphere in their living situations, Lord. Shift the atmosphere in their financial situations, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I come against all forms of organized stalking, gang stalking, mind control, mind manipulation, direct the energy weapons. We come against it, Lord. We ask you to shift that, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. And I just thank you for the victory, Lord, over everything, Lord, over everything, no matter what, Lord. We trust you, Lord. We know that the angels are warring on our behalf, Lord. We know that we are your children. We know that we have been handpicked. We know that we are chosen, Lord. And that is why the enemy is coming against us, Lord. So we stand firm, Lord. We stand unshakable and unmovable, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for choosing us, Lord. I thank you for being in the midst of this call today, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that 
that everyone that comes here is going to leave, Lord, with a better understanding, Lord, a better relationship with you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for using me, Lord. I thank you for using me in your army, Lord. I thank you for using each and every one of us, Lord, in your army. I thank you for opening our understanding, Lord, so we can understand what we're up against, Lord. We come against Satan. We come against all of his minions, Lord, every weapon that he's trying to use against us, Lord, your word says that it will not prosper, Lord. We just need to stand, Lord. You said when we've done all we can do to stand, Lord, to stand, Lord, and to watch your salvation. And that's what we will do, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord. I just thank you for everything, Lord. I thank you that something's going to be said today that's going to encourage someone, Lord, that's going to help someone to hang on just a little while longer, Lord, until until you call us, Lord until you tell us what to do, Lord. You said that our footsteps should be ordered by you, Lord. So we allow that to happen in our lives, Lord. And I just thank you for each and every person, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for sending people to encourage me, Lord, when I feel discouraged, Lord. And I just thank you for everything, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for a good call today, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for a good call last week. Oh, my goodness. That call last week was so uplifting. It was so inspiring. And I hate to say that I forgot to record it. The one time I forget to hit record was on probably the best call that we ever had. Um, And it was all based off of the question of the day, which I have mentioned my um, uh, friend was discouraged and was saying that he kind of like lost all hope and faith and didn't understand some things um, and why the Lord was allowing these things to happen. And you all just gave like the best feedback. It was so good. And I couldn't even refer him to the call because I forgot to tape it. I couldn't believe that. That was something about the devil. But for those of us who were here, I'm sure we were blessed because I definitely was. Uh, so I want to welcome all visitors. If you're new, please start eight so we can say hello. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to talk long. I just want to say hello and welcome you and welcome and, and thank whoever sent you here. Um, so the purpose of this call is to process what's happening to us, to just kind of be in fellowship with one another to know that we're not alone. Um, The Bible tells us to assemble ourselves together. So that's what we're trying to do, assemble ourselves with like-minded people, just uh, encourage one another, be supportive of one another. Most targets are lacking support. And if you are a target that is not lacking support, I hope you understand how blessed you are. If you have your support system in place and you have your family intact, don't take any of it for granted. You have, if you have friends um, that you can still rely on, you have a job, you have a stable place to stay, don't take any of it for granted because you are blessed because many targets are not in that position. So um, we just try to support one another. We try to come up with solutions. There's a trillion problems, but we, we try to look for solutions. So that's what this call is all about. Um, So if you are new, I welcome you. If you are not new, I welcome you back. (laughs) 
And I'm glad you guys are here, and I'm glad I'm here. I am, because you guys keep me encouraged, and I really, really, really thank God for that. Would anyone like to read a scripture? I almost forgot the scripture. Star 8. Hi, Robert. Hello. Robert. Oh, I think he hung up. Okay, start eight if you'd like to read a scripture. Okay, because I don't want to um, to always be the one to read the scriptures and, 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 and do the prayer. You guys are welcome to do that as well, okay? I will do it, though. I try to be ready in case nobody wants to do it. So, this scripture is from uh, Luke 6.38, and this is the King James Version. Okay, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you, that you meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. Now, this scripture is used a lot <laughs> in churches, in the Christian churches at offering time. They tell you to give, and, and it's going to be given back to you. Good measure, press down, shake them together. I know the scripture by heart because my church been reading this for years when they collect that money. <laughs> but this scripture does not always mean money. Um, as we know, we can manipulate the scriptures however we want to. But um, that give and it shall be given unto you, that should be given of your time. That could be given of your effort. That could be given, uh, it can be given of your money. It could be given of a, a listening ear. It could be given in the way of activism. It could be uh, um, helping someone, okay? However we give, whatever it is you have to give, because trust me, you are you are more blessed than you think. We may not have a lot, but we have a lot more than other people sometimes. You know, there are some people who have absolutely nothing. I talk to people all the time who say they have nothing. They have nothing. But if you really look deep, you have something. There are people who actually have nothing and no one. So no matter what it is you give, if you if you visit a hospital and read scriptures to an elderly person or you go and rock a baby at the neonatal unit or you you pass out information, you're giving. You're giving. You give someone advice, you're giving. You volunteer anywhere, you're giving. However you can give, the Bible says if you give it with a good measure, it's good in, in your heart. You're doing it out of kindness of your heart. The Bible says the Lord will press it down, he'll shake it together, and then men will give it to your bosom. goes back to karma. What you put out there is going to come back. And the scripture says, with the same measure that you meet with all, it should be measured to you again. When you do good, it's going to come back. You're gonna, it's going to show up in your life somewhere, somewhere. It may not be all good. Your life may not be all good, but it's coming back to you. So continue to, to be kind. Do not let this program make you bitter because it can and it will with all the things that's happening to us, it's easy for that kindness to go away. But continue those random acts of kindness. Continue to give. 
Give of your smile. Give of your humor. Give of your laughter. Give of your advice. Give of yourself. Do not let them take that away from you. And the Lord will make sure you get that back just when you need it. I'm a witness to that, really, because I'm telling you, when I feel down and out, and I do, I get discouraged like everybody else, I tell you, I always get a phone call, uh, a text message, an email, (laughs) or someone that says something kind to me. And they get me they, they encourage me. They don't they don't know. I don't necessarily share with them that I'm going through anything. But it happens every single time. And I really believe that is because I try my best to put kindness out there. I'm not perfect, but I do try to put kindness out there. I do try to give of myself. I do try to give advice. And I think just when I need it, just in the nick of time, it comes back. And it keeps me encouraged. It keeps me going just a little while longer. So put it out there. Put it out there. Don't 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 focus on the ones who's treating you bad. Focus on you doing the right thing. No matter what's happening to you, you be right. You do the right thing. Continue to be that kind person that God designed you to be. That giving person that God designed you to be. It doesn't mean you have to be taken advantage of because people will take advantage of you if you're too kind or you're too giving. It doesn't mean that. It just means be your authentic self. Be who you are. Bitterness will creep in with this program. Anger will creep in. But try to get back to the real you, who you are, who God made you. Amen? All right, so that was Luke 6 and 38. James Version. Read that when you get a moment. I had so many. First, I had no questions of the day, and then all of a sudden, I had like five or six. (laughs) So I'm going to try to pick one. Let me see. Okay, so this kind of ties into what I was just saying, so we'll go with this one. Um, where I was saying, don't get bitter, don't get angry, be your authentic self, be who you are. So the question of the day is, um, reality, I think most targets, I don't care how kind you are, how much humor you have, how lighthearted you are, how sociable you are. Um, I think if you are targeted any amount of time, you will probably experience some anger. You will probably experience all kinds of emotions. Some you some you probably were never in tune with. Um, but anger, I think, crops up. You know, if we're being honest, it 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 it, it crops up uh, because so many things are happening. You're losing sleep. You're getting hit with directed energy. You have voices beaming in your head. You have people turning on you. All kinds of stuff is going on. So at some point, you know, and then you have people just intentionally trying to push your button. So at some point, um, I think most TIs will experience anger. So the question of the day is, is the anger justified for TIs? Is it justified to be angry, to not feel so pleasant and chipper-chipper in that Christian way all the time? Is Is it justifiable? Does it mean you're a bad person? Because you get mad, I don't think 
I definitely do not condone any kind of violence. I don't. I don't condone violence. Um, But I think that anger is an emotion that's going to happen. It, It is just how you deal with it. You can't go off. You can't kill up everybody. You can't beat up everybody. But I think you have to acknowledge you feel how you feel and then find a way to just defuse the anger. So the question of the day is, is anger justified with the TI? If you feel it at all. I mean, some people may say, I don't feel mad, you know. And I have to say, I don't I don't walk around feeling mad all the time because I really don't. And that's just the truth. I don't because I, I exercise a lot of things through my faith. Um but there are times where I, I have felt angry. There are people who I know have intentionally tried to get me to that place, and a few of them were successful. And I have spoke my mind a couple times. I have lost my religion a couple times. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I have. You know, I'm human. But I thank God that I didn't go over the edge. So that's really important. Um, Miss RLW in the chat room says, "Be angry and sin not." That's right. That's right. That's a that's a scripture. Amen. So the Bible must know we're gonna get angry sometimes. Um, Rasta Keaton in the chat room says, "I believe that under underneath anger is pain and hurt. Our lives have been taken from us in the end. It's painful, and we had to deal with that." or it will come out in other ways, um, like additions, denial, and dissociation. That is a very good um, good point, that under anger is pain and hurt. Of course, we are, we are hurt. We are hurt behind this. That's the truth. Okay. Um, Oh, and and Gold 88, I enjoyed your opening prayer. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, star eight, you want to answer the question? Hello, Robert. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm fine right now. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? Um, well, I think uh, for a well, I think for the last few days I was uh, getting um, hit pretty badly, but um, a little less uh, today. Mm-hmm. Very good. I'm glad you're having a better day today. Yeah. You want to answer the question of the day? Actually, I have two questions. I have two. Like I said, I didn't have any questions. <laughs> of the day, and then all of a sudden I just start coming up with a bunch of them. So I'm going to throw two questions out there today. I think they're two good ones. Number one is, um, is is the targeted individual's anger justifiable? I mean, it is an emotion, happy, sad, angry, whatever. It's an emotion. Um, Is it justifiable to be angry? But I definitely want to point out that I don't think anybody should just walk around mad, like mad at the world. I've been there, and that's not a good feeling. That actually turns on you. I was I was like that as a young adult for various reasons. It had nothing to do with targeting, but uh, you that that's not good at all. 
Um, so I'm not telling people to, to be mad. I'm not saying that. I'm just asking, like, is it justifiable? That's number one. And then the other question is, because the smear campaign, and we can carry this one to next week if it generates a, a big topic, but um, because the smear campaign, I believe, on all targets, we all have different smear campaigns, but one that we have in common is that we're crazy. That's the crazy card that they play. So are you crazy? You know, are are you crazy? Is the average targeted individual mentally ill? Um, can a mental illness be induced? Maybe they didn't start out mentally ill. Maybe they ended up mentally ill. So two questions of the day. Are you crazy? Because uh, I, I, I never, I never, ever, 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 and this is the truth, question um, my mental stability. I never did. But I really did in the beginning think that there was a whole bunch of crazy people around me. I couldn't understand, like, what's wrong with all of these people? But I never questioned my sanity, and I never will because I know that I'm not crazy. But I do understand that some people do. And I do, I have come in contact with some targeted individuals who I really honestly think may be mentally unstable. But I don't think they were always that way. And let me just, one more point, excuse me, Robert, one more point. Say, for instance, a person is mentally ill, because I do believe that they prey on the mentally ill as well, and some of them are targeted. I still don't feel it's justifiable to target anybody if somebody was crazy. So what? Why are you bothering them? They're not bothering anybody. Anyway, go ahead, because I can go on with that all day. Go ahead, Robert. Um, well, um yeah, I think the anger is justifiable because of uh, uh, what a lot of TIs go through um, are some of the worst crimes um, that can be done to any human being. That includes um, home invasions, um, harassment, rape, um, assault, uh, mostly with the electronic weapons. And, um, and theft and vandalism and... I guess a whole lot of other things. So um, it is fully justifiable for victims um, of this type of oppression to um, be angry at the at the, those who are um, attacking them, and I guess at the world in general, because it does seem like a uh, a lot of the world is complicit with it. Mhm. Mhm. That's true. Very good. And what about um, targeted individuals being labeled mentally ill or crazy? Um, I don't think uh, most TIs are mentally ill or crazy. Um, I think uh, what they experience, it actually um, causes them to have some symptoms that are uh, similar to what psychiatrists uh, call mental illness, um, or they end up having emotional problems caused by their targeting. But I don't think these things are really um, illnesses or diseases. Um, they're just, um, I guess it's just emotional trauma caused by certain circumstances. Um, <laughs> and I think um, the the idea that there are um, illnesses or diseases um, is just something um, psychiatrists are just calling them that so uh, they can actually make money off of medicating people. That's true. And a way to discredit TIs, too, um, or anybody else that's considered the enemy of the state. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Because psychiatrists, psychiatrists, they have been complicit in the uh, um, in this government oppression since um, the MK Ultra era, which began in the, like 1949, and they were the ones who designed all helped designed all this and the mind control, a based mind control in general. Okay. I guess that's it. Okay. Anything else, Robert? Um, no, nothing else. Okay, thank you. Stick around, okay? If you can. Okay. All right, thank you. Okay, start eight. There are two questions of the day. One is, is um the is the TI's uh anger justifiable? I'm not saying all TIs are angry. I'm not saying all TIs walk around with a chip on their shoulder. Um, but I think that all of us experience anger from time to time, hopefully not on a regular basis, but from time to time. So is that justifiable? You should never act on it in a violent way, um, but is it justifiable? And the second question is, are TIs crazy? Because we all have that mental illness card played on us. Hello, targeted and harassed, how are you? Hi, Renata. I got a lot to say, but cut me off when you have to. First, I'm going to ask you a question. Wait, let me say this first, because I'll be all over the place today because there's so much to say. First, I want to say this. I had told everybody on the call that I was going to document that uh, if you can get help from the police or the court system if you're targeted uh, or under this 24-hour surveillance program. I want to put on the on the tape so it can come up if it has to come up later that I've been told again, which I was told my kid was told that this week she was signing the papers. Again this week they're telling her next week. So I wanna keep it on the record how many weeks we're told next week, next week before something uh the time limit or the statute of limitations run out and we don't get those papers signed. So I want it documented of how many times you're trying to get those papers signed. Number two, I read, I, I kind of based the paper I'm going to read today off your uh, your testimony from your friend because I got a lot to say to him. It's going to be in my paper. And number three about about uh, this uh, mental stability of the, uh, the people on this 24-hour surveillance, I think this mental, and this is me speaking right now, I think this mental card shouldn't come up because if you you target or not target, we always have people that that are truly mentally ill. But as far as this 24-hour surveillance program that I am under, I have never questioned my my sanity, and I never will because I know the things that I say are true, and God has showed me these things. Plus, like I always say, the only thing that can prove me wrong is if the people are allowed to lie up on the witness stand. But no, 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 and I say no with a capital N. My, uh, uh, this, this mental illness is a trick of the, uh, this surveillance program to have people labeled as uh, mentally ill. But this lady is not mentally ill, will never be mentally ill because God is on her side. Just because I know the things that they do to me and I tell about the things that they do to me, there's no way, no way that anybody could call me mentally ill because they know the uh, uh, statements I make is true. So I, I, I really wish this 
issue about is the people mentally ill would go away because it still it's a stigma, it's a label. When we not, if nobody, it is mentally ill people. We know that. But I'm not mentally ill. You're not mentally ill, and a lot of people is not mentally ill. I don't think they should be allowed to try to use that card when you're telling the truth. I'm not gonna let that card be played on me. I'm not gonna let it be played on me because I know what I say is true, and I'm gonna stand by my truth. And God gonna stand by me and prove what I say is true. That's what I'm gonna say about that question tonight. Sophia. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, I want to read my paper, and I want to read it. It's it's kind of to your friend a little bit, but it's for anybody that want to hear what I have to say. And you cut me off when you need to, and I just finish it up next week, okay? Okay. I love to be on this call, Renata, because this is the only place that I could come to the call and have and and be able to say what I need to say. God led me to this call, and I just thank you for for you, like I always tell you, and I just thank you for allowing me to say what I have to say. Amen. You're welcome. Go right ahead. I heard, okay, I heard someone say the other day, the only thing they didn't plan in all of this surveillance was the power of God. Those were some of the best words I've heard to date. I want everyone to know without God, I would have not made it this far. I heard the voice of God in the beginning when he put it in my spirit, all those people approaching me and asking me all sorts of questions were not asking with good intentions. There was something more sinister to all of this questioning. I heard him when he told me to get away from those that were sent to tell lies about me and destroy my character. Everyone talks about isolation, but this isolation has been the best thing that could have happened to me. It, it feels as if six knives have been placed in my back and turned in all directions. When you come to the knowledge someone has smiled and shared conversation with you, only to use the, this information to discredit and destroy you. I heard the voice of God when he told me he's a perp or she's a perp. No, he didn't say the word perp, but he showed me those involved with my surveillance. He touched my eyes and ears to see the work of Satan. The first few months to years of this surveillance was difficult. I didn't listen to the voice of God. I was living against God's word, and that was living in fear. I still obeyed God's other words and lived my life the best way I could according to his word. As time went on, it's when I began to hear the voice of God deep down in my spirit. I trusted God, and that's what I want your friend to do. And now all these years later, I trust God more than ever. Sometimes I do get sick and tired of being watched and my voice being heard 24 hours a day. Then it comes to me. I say the only thing they are watching is a child of the king. I go here and there. Everywhere I want to go, I then come home. What have they seen me do? Nothing but live my life as a child of a king. I have to say it. I love God and Jesus. Without them, I would have not made this journey. To those who are under this surveillance, we have to, to we have too much to tell. It can't be told all at once. It's just too much. 
And to those of you that are new to the surveillance, fear not. Especially in the beginning, they use fear tactics to get you unglued. It is here at the first stage they can do many things to you and get away with it because you don't press charges or submit paperwork when they falsely falsify your medical records and so on. I was at that same stage, but I heard the voice of God when he had me write a letter to put in my medical records. Please, everyone, stand up for yourself. There's nothing to fear. God is here. I want to put on the record, I went to the Lake County Superior Court, 3711 Main Street, East Chicago, Indiana, on January 23rd, about 1.15 p.m. I was told my daughter and I to sit by the entrance door. There were three chairs there. As we sat there, the first allegedly perp came up and asked me if anyone was sitting there in that third chair. I said no. He took the chair and sat across from me so he could listen to what I was saying. But already knowing he was a perp, my daughter and I kept on talking. All we were talking about was, was who would be the guest entertainer at the summer festival. I got, when I got upstairs and got in the courtroom, this same man walked in the courtroom past the judge's desk. The second perp was a man who came into the courtroom. He began to ask me questions about the judge. Who was the judge? This was the conversation starter. He said he was there to get a restraining order. They called my daughter's name and my name and his. But when they got ready to hear the cases, they called him first. He went to give his testimony. As he began to give his testimony, all of a sudden he told the judge he was very sick and he needed to throw up. And mind you, all the time I was sitting there talking to him. I didn't see none of them. He was sick and needed to leave the room. He was, I'll say, allegedly sent to hear uh, our testimony. We gave our testimony. I stopped in the bathroom, and before I could get downstairs of the courthouse, he was already out. All of this should be on the camera, uh, camera footage of the court surveillance. When the time comes, I want to subpoena this surveillance to show how covert harassment takes place. This is just some of the reasons I trust God and Jesus. And I hope all of you that you believe, believe uh, and get to the place where God says he's all you need and you believe him. He's all I need and I believe him. And I want you to get to that place too, everybody. Thank you, Renata, for letting me finish my paper. Thank you very much. Now, what were you guys in court for? I was getting a restraining order or keeping my restraining order in place for the young man that came in my house and, you know, did that things to my daughter and uh, did all that damage to my uh, car. I had replaced, put a restraining order in him, so I was going to get it con- uh, continued. Now, the, all the perks they know, you know, when you go to court and everything that you do, because they always have somebody in place, whether it's a worker there or whatever, yeah. they know what you're doing. That's but true. This, but this particular time, they sent this, 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 this fella, and I know he was the perk, 
because I tell you another reason what they do, everybody. And this is what this is why where they try to make you sound like you uh, are saying that I don't like it because it's true. The day before that, I was watching a picture on television, and they had this man with these blue shirt, a blue shirt on, and some uh, blue shoes on. They was a piercing blue. It was so blue on the TV, it looked like somebody took some crayons and painted it to attract your attention. But this this same fella had on the exact same color to let let you know that he was a perp, you know, or or whatever they do. But like I say, once you've been in the program, newcomers, this is to you, and you notice all these things. That you notice it because this is what they do, and don't think yourself to be uh, crazy or mentally ill and none of that stuff. Because this is the setup of the program. You know, the guy will show you these things. It, it, after a while, it'll come to the point you can pick out the perks when you go into a place because you just know that's the perk. You'll know his moves better than he knows what he's going to do himself because you just, you just get used to it because it's the same thing over and over and over. They don't change. They don't change the tactics. And I tell you this, everybody, uh, 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 especially the newcomers, what they say they, they you do do or they have done to you, they do it to all of us. All true tyrants, our our program or our papers are almost identical. There's a few things in there like some people might say they have horses horse to skull and different things like that. But as far as people dying, your kids dying, the same thing has happened to every single one of us. That you know, so like I say, the program doesn't change. But I want you to change, to become aware of what they do. Thank you for letting me add that remark. Renata? Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was on mute. I said, okay, thank you. Oh, okay, thank you. Because, like I said, I say a lot of things because, you know, I guess God didn't get me this place because, you know, when it when I first come to the call, I didn't say a word. But now that I know, but now that I know what they do, I can share with somebody else because it's it's, it's repetitive. It's like a, it's like it's like it's not. I won't say it's comedy because you get sick of it. But it's the same thing over and over and over. And like I always say, and I do want to put this on the call because you're allowing me to speak. Only way mm-hmm. you gonna prove it. What I say is not true. If they're allowed to allow on the witness stand, thank you for letting right. me add that, Renata. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you. Okay, so for those of you who are quiet and bashful and feel like you get targeted even more if you come to this call or if you talk, um, pay attention to targeted and harassed because she came to this call for a long time and she would just be in the chat room and she would never talk, but now she has really gotten strong and um, and she talks, and she exposes these people, and that's how it should be. So that's how you take your power back. Okay, thank you for sharing, targeted and harassed. Now let me go to the chat room, and we have uh, Cheryl Madison, who is who normally calls in, but she's saying that her phone is broken. She's not able to press uh, the necessary numbers to join in on the call. She can't hear. Uh, on the call, so I'm trying to type in the chat room like what the question of the day is. <clears throat> so all she really can do is engage in the chat room. So if someone in the chat room could do me a favor, because I'm it's sometimes hard for me to multitask, 
If you guys um, hear anything that anyone says on the call, you can just kind of type it in the chat room so Cheryl can see it and that she can be engaged because I think that's very nice of her to call in and she can't even hear. So if we can just kind of summarize um, some of the things we hear so that she can be engaged in the conversation as well. I would greatly appreciate it if someone can do that for me. Thank you. Um, So what I did was I typed the questions of the day. There's two questions of the day. Um, Number one is, are are TIs crazy? That's the crazy card that they play on all of us. Are are we mentally ill? Can can mental illness be induced? Can you, when you first become targeted, everything is well and fine and with all the mind control tactics and all the stuff that happens, once you become targeted, can that drive you to mental illness? That's number one. Well, that was actually number two. <laughs> number one was um, is the anger that we sometimes feel because of everything we're going through, is that justifiable? Now, you should never act on it, no matter if you feel it or not. You should never act in a violent way. I'm not saying that or implying that at all, but I'm just asking, you know, how you deal with that. Does it ever happen to you? Maybe you never get mad. Maybe not. My anger and disgust, it kind of prompted me to get into activism because it just made me so mad. When I found out it was a program, this was happening to thousands, if not millions of people, that made me mad. And that's when I decided I'm just going to use my big mouth to, to talk about it. That's how I handled it. That's how I dealt with the anger part. I, I decided to use it in a way to expose, which caused me to to get targeted uh, more and harder, but I didn't care, and I still don't care because I don't like it. It's, it's, I don't like injustices like that. And so that's, that's, that's how I um, utilized the anger that, that I was feeling, and it made me feel better, and it still makes me feel better. All right, so I put those questions in the chat room for Cheryl, who cannot hear us, and I want to read her response. She says that she'll question, she will tackle question number two, um, which is, are TIs crazy? And she says that TIs are made crazy. And she says that she was jumped. She was jumped on by two women in the grocery store, and she was minding her own business, and she said they came over and they touched her for no reason. And she said now that she's looking into protection and that that was just two days ago. And she says they're going overboard with her with touching. Now, um, if you guys remember Cheryl speaking on this call, uh, one of the main ways they target her is they touch her, like total strangers touch her, and I go through that too. Um, But total strangers like to touch her. She takes public transportation a lot. The bus drivers touch her. The people on the bus, they always act like they have a question for her, so they touch her on her shoulder. And, you know, that, that becomes very triggering because it's happening to her a lot. The bus drivers will touch her um, and say, oh, I'm just trying to help you with your bag. You know, people will bump into her. It's just a lot of physical stuff with her. Um, I think she has been jumped by security guards as well. So now she's saying two days ago some women in the store touched her 
She didn't say what happened after that, but it sounds like some kind of altercation happened. Um, And so I guess what she's saying is that, yeah, the anger is justified because of everything you go through. I'm just trying to read the chat room, you guys. Thank you, um, Cindy, for summarizing what we're talking about for her. Okay, so two questions for today. Um, is the is the anger that T.I. feels is that justified? <clears throat> have you ever questioned your sanity? Do you do you feel like these people have drove driven you crazy or tried to or are other T.I.s crazy? Those are the questions. Hello, Jerome. Yeah, hi there. It's um. Yeah, okay, so two questions. Um, is anger justified? Um, absolutely, I think so. Um, these It's a two-sided sword, right? Because um, we are justified in our anger, but um, it's something that we should be careful of, right? These people, they watch us uh, when we're intimate. They watch us changing. They watch us all the time. It's pretty hard being human, to be a human being and not feel some kind of a emotional reaction to what they do. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's designed that way to, to, uh, to promote frustration and anger. But um, when we become angry, um, they are kind of winning. Okay, they want, us to, uh, they want us to be emotional. They want us to lose control. They want us to hit someone in the, uh, in the face, uh, and they want us to lose control, they want us to be incarcerated. No, they, anger can lead to a lot of negative things happening to you in your life. They can bring it down, you know, in a negative way. So, um, yeah, anger is absolutely just, it's justified, but um, you've got you to gotta watch it, you know. You've got to watch it. They want us to be angry. They want to degrade your life. They want to... Uh, you know, deplete you of your joy, deplete you of uh, time with your family. When you're with your family, you're talking about the targeting instead of enjoying the moment. You know, it's, um, it's a two-sided sword. They want, anger is justified, absolutely. We're only human beings, right? They are living a, a normal life, and they're inducing hell. They're, you know, they're trying to promote uh, these negative things in our life. It's pretty hard not to be angry. No, but we we have to be careful. That's all I'm saying. And number two, um, are PIs, are they mentally ill? I think the potential is there to be mentally ill. You know, if you don't watch it, it's, it's the old, uh, you, when you hear something repeatedly, you can become, you know, what you are hearing. You can become that. Right? So if someone says you're clumsy, if someone says, um, you know, you're dumb, you're, you're an idiot, and you can internalize that and start to believe what these people are saying, right? So you have to um, you have to hold on to what you know, okay? You have to realize that we are we are fine. We're doing okay mentally. We just don't believe the lie. Don't get sucked into that uh, vacuum. Don't get you know don't don't get them don't don't allow them to put you in a situation where you start believing their. I'm just going to say bullshit, you know, because there's no other word that, can I, that I can insert. 
Okay, um, don't, don't fall for it. Um, they do a lot of crazy making. They want you to be agitated. They, they want you to seem mentally ill. They want you to be, you know, they want you to embrace your, what they're saying about you're schizophrenic or you're just unstable, you're just, you just can't function uh, normally in society. That's what they want. They, they are very, um, they're very uh, dedicated to this cause, right? So um, are we mentally ill? I don't think so. I, I think you can be driven mad if you don't uh, utilize proper training, if you don't utilize, you know, some method of, of keeping yourself centered and focused and meditation or martial arts or whatever you do or just karaoke or just do the, do, do the boogaloo, you know, just dance around your living room. Do whatever you can just to stay centered and stay away from this, this satanic program, you know, because they can, they, they can dunk you, they can drown you. You just have to be careful what you're doing and, and don't believe the lie. Don't get sucked in. That's all. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jerome. Thank you. Very well said. Thank you very much. Okie dokie. Jerome always has wisdom. Someone was saying earlier that they, they really uh, enjoyed listening to Jerome. I can't remember who that was. I should have read it out. I'm sorry. It was in the chat room. But that was a nice compliment. Star eight. Two questions. Is the TI's anger justifiable? Um, and are TIs mentally ill? Are you mentally ill? Because believe me, they say it about all of us as a way to discredit us. Hello? Hello, California? Hello, California? Hello? Hi. Hi, yeah. As soon as I touch my phone, they mute my phone. Anyone else have that? Wow. <laughs> it's Go amazing. Ahead. Yes, this is Cindy Kelly. Sorry about that. My phone gets played with as soon as I touch it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The questions again are: um, Are we justified to be angry? What, what was the two questions? Sorry, I was really trying to hold on to them. Um, yeah. Not saying all PIs are angry, but if you are, or you know anyone that is or has been. Um, is that justifiable? And also, RTI is crazy because they play the crazy card with all of us. So are they crazy? I'm going to answer the second one. Um, um, <clears throat> I think that um, the psychological or psych community, they tell us regularly that they don't understand the full um just of the brain. They don't understand the brain and how it applies into our behavior. Um, they, you know, they they don't understand the processes. The brain is an uncharted territory. They're doing the best they can. The DSM-4 to the DSM-5000 by now. What is it now? The DS, um, the psychological, um, what is that book um, where they, um, have like a criterion of what constitutes each mental illness in its entirety or whatever, as they observe you, have you in for that psychoanalysis or whatever, um, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, whatever. Um, And and they they say even with the DSM um, five or six by now, um, they still don't 
they say there's uncharted territory out there. So how can, I don't know how they can get away with saying this person's crazy compared to that person. And crazy, that that's a long debated word, the way that we approach illness in general. Um, I don't know, it comes with a lot of stigmas and things like this and definitely the brain function, um, like, you know, just, I guess, mental illness or instability or behavioral problems. You know, um, first of all, when I've gone to the doctor, I never let them just label because if they have not done a thorough history in all areas of your life, social, economic, racial, they're not, I mean, how can they just slap labels? And then you look at the, um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go too far, Renetta. It's just, I have a minor in psych, but I'm not a psychologist, never going to claim. You know, it's, but I've worked in the psych field, okay, on lower levels. And it, um, labeling, you know, that comes, what comes in after that is the pharmaceuticals and the medications and treatments. And, and, and then we go into what they do in the mental institutions, the, which now they do in outpatient care is like electro, um, uh, what is it? Electro. Uh, electronic, um, where they, they zap you. I can't think of, because it's not used as much as it used to, but um, I just, with the, back to targeting with, like, okay, number one, you asked, is it justified to be angry? And are we crazy? You know, I had a funny little story, Okay. To go into what I just went into, it's how can they even determine if one person is mentally sick versus another person? I don't think that it's totally, um, that's not justified. They're throwing a lot of people, pills at people and find out later that those pills don't even work. But back to whether we're justified to be angry. I have a little funny story. I have had a lot of friends go along this path with me with the targeting, right? And so one of my neighbors who was a church friend She um, had some of the partiers, you know, partying neighbors, not perps per se, but we lived in this one big, huge, sprawling complex, and I was being heavily targeted there. And she was um, a minister from one of my churches that I befriended, and we hung out a lot at church, at home. And she's, I think they were perps, (laughs) the way that she explained how they act, but I don't think she was targeted, right? because she was weirded out by many things I was going through, Renata, okay, and everyone. And so the thing is, is that she goes, well, I was outside watering my grass and my watering my flowers. And these people that live above her in the back of a fourplex, right, <laughs> they would jump out the windows and jump to the ground because on top of her unit, she's the front unit with no, you know, with, and her roof was right outside their bedroom windows, right? And I'm thinking, in my mind, those are perps, you know. But to her, rowdy neighbors. And she goes, well, you know what, Cindy? Man, they make me so mad because they do all this stuff. They barbecued on top of my roof. They scream and yell outside my window, la, 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 right? And she goes, well, I was watering my plants, and I swear I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to walk in anger, you know, active anger. That might be a sin. She goes, but... I couldn't help it. I sprayed my water up into one of the open windows 
And I just let it roar into the bedroom up there, you guys. She poured a whole bunch of water up there. And we had a giggle about it. Well, they keep her up all night, every other night, you know? <clears throat> Disturb her sleep. I'm like, oh, wow. So it's a justified sin. Yes, yes. And I was getting headaches from the little kids coming by my windows. And I use, I think they use amplification <clears throat> with this targeting. I do because I'm a musician and I, it's something about either implants or the the over the horizon what do you call that um monitoring that they can do maybe um remote uh, sonic what is it oh, neuromonitoring that i've had that i've had like rhythm done like tapping done to my um my conversation beyond the wall being on the phone like i am now and they'll just go some kind of way with my voice and um my father was a scientist for the military and other things. And um, so I, I grew up in a little bit of a scientific household, you know. So I question, you know, what is that? You know, what now, you know? And um, the eureka of this has come at different times for me. Like, oh, okay, well, that's that. Oh, I'll YouTube. Oh, maybe these calls. Oh, that. They're trying that now with me or whatever. But, you know. I'm like um, at at that complex with my friend who sprayed their window. <laughs> I was kind of like, why am I getting headaches so readily? Like as soon it was post traumatic stress, and I did believe one doctor that said I had that triple hold, right? But the kids going by and and hearing from church that there's other people living in this, this complex that they the ladies and it was a lot of women that were getting extreme headaches from and just lickety split headaches from the kids and from noise. And I thought the noise campaigns, right? But I really, that was 2004, 2003. But I, justification of anger, God says, God has anger. Jesus cleansed the temple. Rest my case, if we say we're like Jesus, we may have to cleanse the temple. You know, with the sister targeted harass, she said, you know, I'm not going to let them treat me this way. I'm not going to, I'm going to put my foot down. I'm going to stick up for myself. The learn helplessness versus appropriate sticking up for yourself. And I love to use their own laws against them, okay? Because in as much as some of these people are ex-convicts and ex-jailies and they're, they're put on the, the dole and the, 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 the free, the cards, the, the whatever those things are, Walmart cards, whatever, and what they're doing and um, it's it, to me, to conclude, it's like they've taken what jailhouse people sit in there and do. They figure out, oh, man, how is the next thing I'm going to do when I get out and how am I going to get away with it so I don't get back in here and I'm back incarcerated. I think that a lot of this is like how close can you get to this person, you know, um, without them being able to, you know, press charges you know, illuminate this whole program that the whole neighborhood knows and people, you might get the right person like I did was a CIA, I'm telling you guys, an old man who was a private investigator who um, 
he was an interviewer for people who flew planes high up in the atmosphere. And I believe that he and his ex, well, I'm not going to any names or anything, but I believe that they, they had the feds come out along with the congressmen um, in my district. And there was a okay, fed lady I'm that gonna, came I'm out. Stop you. Okay. I'm going to stop you. Well, I'm just saying that I'm sorry, but I wanted to give that little tool is that you may run across the right person. This is what they don't want, Renata, that can report this to the highest in command with these programs or near up to the top somewhere. And they did take a statement from me, and this lady came in a suit, and she came with a leather-bounded, huge, um, what do you call, some kind of 8 by 4, 11 by 14 pad, zipper, and an and a attache case, okay? And she took my statement, and I believe that we can stick up for ourselves and, we, and use anger appropriately, and we're not crazy necessarily. I hate using that word, but... You know, I don't. Okay. I think that's that's okay. I'm gonna have to put you on. Right. You've been one of those all the Sorry, sorry. All right. Thank you. All righty. Question of the day. There's two questions of the day. Um, they're both really good questions. Uh, most most targets, I think we can all agree, get angry sometimes um, during our targeting, and a lot of the anger is because they are intentionally trying to make you angry. Um, and so is anger justifiable? You should never act on it in a vital way, uh, but I do think that all emotions should be acknowledged. I mean, you feel what you feel. So is it justifiable to be angry? Is there a reason for you to, to be angry, like a justifiable reason? That's one question. The other is um, because all of our smear campaigns, I believe, include that we are mentally ill. So are TIs mentally ill? Um, maybe they're perfectly healthy and normal before they become targeted and kind of get induced into mental illness. Um, do you believe that or no, they're not? No TIs are crazy or do you think that some may be and some may not be? I've talked to some, to be honest, that I really do believe may be mentally unstable, but I don't think they were always that way. I think because of the circumstances, uh, they, they, they couldn't handle it, it was too much, you know, they lost everything. Sometimes people do fall into mental illness. I really do believe that. I've seen it, actually. Um, so anyway, those are the questions of the day. So let me read from the chat room. Let's see. Um, MSRLW211 in the chat room says, you cannot fall for their lie because just like they accuse you of being crazy, they accuse you of, of many other things that are not true. That's true. And that, that, that uh, accusing you of being crazy, that's to discredit you. Because once they have you labeled that way, nobody's going to listen to you. Excuse me, I put you guys on hold while I sneeze. Um, uh, Life Stolen in the chat room says, I am certainly more paranoid than before, less trusting, and I prefer trees to most people. <laughs> well, I mean, she's being honest. She says she's more paranoid. That, that definitely can happen. 
Um, Cheryl Madison in the chat room, who, by the way, uh, Cheryl, she's having problems with her phone, so she can't hear us. So she's really relying on reading the chat. So if you guys can just summarize what we're talking about for Cheryl so that she can be engaged in the conversation, I would appreciate that. Um, So Cheryl in the chat room said, she says, I know that my personality has changed. Um, Lifestolen says, I think they use trauma to trigger creativity or make it more enjoyable. So in response to uh, to Cheryl in the chat room saying that her personality has changed, I typed a response to her, and I said, I think most people's personality has changed, especially due to all the betrayals. I mean, we experience betrayal after betrayal. So if nothing else, we learn not to trust, to trust people. Um, and Lysolin says it's also sad, and Cheryl says that she misses the old her. And I told Cheryl to try her best to be her authentic self um, and that she's strong. That's why they come after her so hard. And she says that when she's under attack, she she thinks about how I told her that she's strong and that she keeps it moving. Very good. She is strong. She's very strong. And Cheryl, one thing about Cheryl, Cheryl goes out a lot. She goes out every single day. She goes out because she says she just she just can't stay in the house. And I do believe that's why her attacks are so hard, because she, she goes out and they're, they're not able to break her from that. Um, Life Stolen says, I was never prepared to deal with such awful people. Okay. Life Stolen says, I have always been a modest person, and hate will always hate being watched. Yeah, they know that. They know that about all of us. All right. I just wanted to include the chat room. Let's see. Linda joins the chat room. Hi, Linda. Okay. All right, so two questions of the day. One question is, is a TI's um, anger justifiable? Is it just, are you justified in being mad? You should handle it very peacefully, I should say. But, I mean, it's an emotion that they're definitely trying to bring out. So are, are you justified in feeling what you feel? Um, also, are TI's mentally ill? If you're in the chat room, you can type your response in the chat room. And I will be happy to read it for you, or you can call in and voice it yourself. Hello, Pennsylvania. Hey, Lady R. Hi, everybody. How are you guys doing? How are you? I'm. I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm absolutely good. And you are like so on point. Um, you're you're very appreciated and highly loved. If by nobody but me, because you watch <laughs> me. You know what? Right now, um, um, I don't. You know, God, I'm I'm long-winded. So, for the first part, I would like to ask, you know, if you could like get back to me, like if you could give me another chance somewhere down the line, because I have an active situation going on, and I really need, you know, um, wisdom and and support on on what I really need to do, guys. 
but I am prepared to, you know, and some of some of the question actually uh, of the day is is a part of it. Now, um, uh, insofar as, you know, are we justified in being angry? I mean, absolutely. You know what, you know, God, these are God-given emotions, you know, and anger runs on the same line as, as uh, love. You know, hate and love are extremes. It's, it's the, that's why I say it's a, 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 you know, a thin line between love and hate. So that anger, of course, of, of course. And, and you know, um, Cynthia, you know, um, from Cali certainly, you know, pointed out that Jesus, you know, became angry and tells us that we, yes, you know, become angry but sin not. You know, and, yeah, we, we, we don't, you know, like, like that's the part where we, you know, intend to do the right thing. You know, there's two types of sin, harm, attainment, and parabas, where you just, like, absolutely know you're wrong and you're still going to, you know, do it. And you're sinning with a high hand. But if you're really trying to live right, you're really trying to, you know what, make the mark and you fall short. Somebody, you know, throws salt into your game and you really wasn't looking for that and you just, like, you you just responded and, you know, really, that, you know, had you stopped and, and you know, not when, when we get slapped on the right cheek, the Lord says, you know what, no, don't, don't respond and slap him back. Stop, you know what, and, you know, overturn evil with good. That is really hard. I am not going to in any way suggest that I have arrived because I haven't. I had a situation today, you know, where this is the second time that this has happened. I'm on the phone talking to someone, and, you know, again, the police, you know what, um, enter into the phone call. And they said, this is the, you know, police, how can we help you? You know, and, and guys, like, you know, by, by my barometer, I got mad. I got mad. And I said, you know what, no, who are you? Uh, uh, this is the police, and what do you want? Uh, you called here, no, no. Let the record reflect. You know I did not call you. Okay, I'm on the phone with someone from Denver, and you pop in. So what do you want? Well, do you need um, the police assistance? No, I do not, because if I did, I would have called you, of which I did not. So, no, stop stop with all this, like, you don't know what's going on, and if you don't know, you just need to know that, you know what, this has happened before, you're doing it again, and you know what? No, don't, don't, don't. Stop interfering with my calls. Um, will you have a good day? You too, sir. Click. You know what? Um, but I said that with a lot of bass in my voice, and I am really mad. I am really mad that they keep doing that because every time you call to the police, and you know it's really the police because you'll hear, you know, that little beep, you know, what? that, that, the, that the recording, that the, the, uh, the call is being recorded. So, you know, um, that's showing up on my line when I did not initiate the call. You know, um, um, I don't. I, I really don't take kindly to that. And I, you know, I, there's some things that I really need to deal with, guys. And I, I want to really cover that a little later on. So yeah, I can't. I, I'm a, absolutely. God gave us those emotions. You know what? He He absolutely gave us them. In fact, you know, going right into the next question, or you know, are uh, uh, are we crazy? I agree with you. Uh, uh, Sister Renata, and I'm sure a lot of people concur with the hearty amen. There are some people 
who are, you know what, it's like you become physically sick. They are, they do become, you know what, mentally, you know what, sick, disabled, you know what, not not on their square. You know what, they have they've been rocked to their core because of what has happened to them. And you know that, I mean, I've grown up with people, and, and, and like, that was not the person that I ran track with, that, you know, I, you know, I played softball with, and, you know, and, and, and grew up half my life with, and to see them walking around, you know, and, and doing the things and talking to themselves and all this, it just totally defied logic. It does happen. People are, you know, for, for a litany of reasons, you know what, not in their right state of mind. It's sad. We, we have to pray for them. But, you know, in addition to all of that, okay, you know, you know, um, you know are we, are we, are we crazy? No, no. I can't speak for anybody on this phone because I don't know all of y'all. You know what? But I'm praying for every T.I. and you know what, in, around, throughout, over, over top, under, anywhere you're living under a rock. I'm praying. You know what? I mean, and you need to know that Christ is praying. You know what? He ever liveth to make his intercessory for the saints. So, you know, get in where you fit in. But know that, you know, he is your satisfied portion. You know what? He is the reason. He said, he whose mind is stayed on me, I'll keep him in perfect peace. Why? Because it's trusted in the Lord. There are very challenging moments, and I wanted to address this inside of that. You know, I also heard Cindy, I didn't hear, like, a lot of people, you know, in their responses. I did hear some of Jerome's, but, um, like, well, who who were they, you know, to say that one person is... You know, sick over another person. Understand this, guys. You know what? Along the ways of, you know what? You know, you know, you know, you know, doing, you know, my schooling and things like that. What I came to find out was this: that the way that you know the, the uh, mental, you know, you have a, a physician's desk reference and medical desk reference. The medical desk reference was the size of a, 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 a you know, the Jet magazine or you know. Uh, 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 Reader's Digest. It was that thin. Now it is like two times the size of an encyclopedia. And the way that they actually, you know, come up with whether or not something is going to be considered a a mental illness is they, they have a, con- a consortium. You know, they come together and, and convene at in a big auditorium, and somebody stands up in front, in the front, whoever the leading you know person is, and they will take by by. The majority of hands, majority rules, they will state what the circumstances are, and they will say, do you agree that this is a mental illness? And depending on how many people, if the majority rules, that's how things, you can, guys, you know, Lauren did it to me last week, you know, what to see if the things that I was saying was true. And she was like, wow, she's telling the truth. Like, I, like I'm going to really get on here and lie. If I don't know it, I'm not going to try to act like I know it. Like, but I've read this. I've spoken to people, you know, concerning this very thing. That's how they come up with this. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Okay, wrap it up, please. I'm going to tell you something. No, this is rather personal, but then you know what? I'm I'm among friends, and whoever else is on the call, you know what? You know what? Just just eat it up. Go ahead. So um, um, I, I, you know what? I went into a medical, uh, a mental facility for 30 days. And I was sat down for 15 minutes, you know what, to be interviewed by, you know what, by the grace of God, none other than the director of this, of this establishment. It cost one, it was in the 90s, $1,000 a day. 
my husband had to pay for me to be there. You know what? That's all it's about. Huh? I said that is all it's about is the money. Okay, I have a bunch of people waiting. Okay, you know what? But this is what this guy said to me. You know what? He says, you know what? Um, after everything that you've said, Ms. Bradley, you know what? Um, I, I realize that I have to be honest with you because if you catch me in a lie, you know what? You'll never believe anything I say. I said, you're absolutely right about that. He says, you know what? We've te- checked your, you know, toxicology. You have no drugs or anything in your system. He said, and with everything that you came out and told me, it's candidly and it's brutal. And you didn't leave anything out. You didn't demonize your husband. You threw it all on the table. He said, so you know what? I have to be honest with you. And I'm going to tell you something. And this might sound crazy. And we're talking about the the, the director. He says, you know what? But I don't know what's wrong with you. Because everything that you did is justifiable. Everything that you did is justifiable. Because you know what? In the human uh, uh, makeup, you know what? With all of the trauma that you experienced, you had to vent. It would have come out in some kind of way, but you had to vent. And this is what he then told me. But you know what? Had you not done those things, then I would know what's wrong with you. And I really That's don't know you. I really don't know. Had you not did what you did, then I'd know. But the very fact that you did, you know what? It's justifiable. You know what? And this man knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that you know what? No. This girl can defend her position, and she's not, you know what, she's not batting an eye. She, we going toe-to-toe, eyeball-to-eyeball. And this man, for 30 days, well, for 28 days, he could not find out what was wrong with me. And then Okay, they, I, have to, I have to stop yeah. you, because there's a lot of people waiting. And, and okay. says, thank yeah. you for sharing. We, you know, you lost your confidence, is what he said. And he was right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I have to put you on hold, because there's a bunch of people waiting. Okay, thank you, Dr. R. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, let me read from the chat room real quick. I'm trying to include them. Um, Deer in Headlights, Deer in Headlights in the chat room says, I would say I am moody, frequently depressed. Today is one of those days. Thanks for having this call. I needed it today. Um, you're not alone. You're not alone, dear in headlights. I really hope that your circumstances change. I think we all go through that. Um, you know, some days are good days. Some days are not so good days. Um, just hang in there, okay? And and I will definitely be praying for you. Um, and she also says, feel helpless and hopeless today. Oh, my gosh, I've had so many of those days. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um and Rasta Kitten is, is telling Deer and Headlights to hang in there and telling her that she's special. That's so sweet and it's so true. Um, Deer and Headlights says, I woke up today feeling my life has been meaningless. Oh, my gosh. No, it has not. Continue to walk in your purpose, which I know that you already have. But you know what? You're just being real. you just you just being honest. And I think that that is so important for us to be honest and to acknowledge how we really feel. I know that a lot of times I'm like chipper, chipper, because I'm the type of person that tries to encourage people. But I have to admit, I have those days, just like you're describing, helpless, hopeless, oh, my gosh, why am I even here? You know, why did I even wake up today? We have those days. It's, It's just being honest. 
with everything we go through, we have those days. We really do. So I'll be praying for you and just hang in there, and hopefully you hear something today that will keep you encouraged. You are valuable, and you do have a purpose. Hello, Kansas. Hey, everybody. It's Dorothy. Hey, Renata. How are you? Good. How are you, Dorothy? Huh? I'm about like uh, being here. Like, so it's the last couple of days I've had those days, and uh, oh. it, it's like I told you from the time I've gotten on here, it's been ten times worse. Um, oh, that that's that's because we're on to something, you know. People get stronger yeah. when they come to this call. So yeah. I hope I hope you do as well. Um, can I ask you a question before you start? Did you get mm-hmm. my text in my phone call? When? I texted you yesterday, and I called you like the last couple of days. No. Yeah, just to check on you. Let me make no. sure. Yep, I sure did. Even you know what? It's so weird because even while I when I called in, all of a sudden the phone went dead, and then I tried to call back. Then the Google thing says listening came on, and then it turned on the music, and I'm like, what in the world? But I, you know, I know it's them, and so yep. um, I hung up, and then I tried to call again, and then I got, yep. I finally got through. Okay, so your phone rings once and then it hangs up. Really? No voicemail, no nothing. Well, I've been wondering why I hadn't been getting any calls. So let me make sure I have the right number, which I know I do because you and I spoke. So let me see what what the number says here. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so I just accidentally dialed it trying to get um, the phone number, trying to tell you what the phone number is that I have. But it today it's saying at the subscriber's request, this phone does not receive incoming phone calls. Mm-mm, no. Check your settings and make sure nothing was turned on because I know that they will mess with your settings. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So if you're wondering why you're not getting any calls, that's why. Oh my gosh. You see, and see, and I guess it says, that it says at the subscriber's request. And let me tell you something about that. They will play games with you. That's why you guys, it's it's not it's good to like think rational and go ahead and ask questions. Rather, and I'm not I'm not directing this towards you. This is just what's coming to my mind because I know mm-hmm. I've done this. Like, don't jump to conclusions too fast and think, like, oh, this person don't like me or this person is acting funny or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it could mm-hmm. be something like this, and it's designed to make you think nobody's there for you, nobody's mm-hmm. calling for you, nobody's checking on you. You see what I'm saying? But yes. somebody probably went into your settings because they used to happen to my husband's phone all the time. They would go into his settings, and we would actually see them see some something happening, you know, on his phone where his settings were being changed all the time. So check your mm-hmm. settings and just make sure because it says at the subscriber's request. You're not getting okay. any incoming calls. Okay. I'll do that okay. when we get off the call. But uh, yeah. in response to um, your questions of the day, um, uh-huh. yes, yes, the anger is justified. But okay. just like I heard so many say, uh, um, you know, the Bible says, 
be angry and sin not, but I'm telling you something, you know, that's the reaction. That They want to get a reaction, so that's why they <clears throat> use the tactics that they do to provoke us to get a reaction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because the main thing I think about Myron May, you know, the, the main thing Myron couldn't do is <clears throat> he couldn't handle the extreme pressure, you know, that came from his very, very close friends and uh, even the people that he had lived with and then, you know, um, losing his job, then, you know, coming back home and then, you know, family and friends, you know, turning on him and even his own girlfriend, his fiance did not believe, you know, what he was going through. And, uh, you know, he, 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 you know, you guys, I don't know if you all have seen the video, but he was very apologetic, you know, asking for, you know, forgiveness of God and everybody else. And, you know, he just didn't feel like there was any other way. And I don't want any of us to get like that. But that's why I thank God for this, what you're doing, Renata, because it's an outlet and it's an opportunity because you saw what happened to me last year. And had it not been for you and so many others that were there, you know, I could have been him because in the mind frame, I understood what he was thinking at that time. I understood, you know, even though, you know, you know, he was Christian and it's like, but he didn't, I understood that frame of mind at that time. And, and, and that's just what they do. They drive you to that. I believe that a lot of, uh, no, I don't believe targets are crazy. I believe that they're driven to that, you know, but if, if you, um, Keep that foundation, like I heard so many say, keep your foundation of faith. And um, and sometimes you can even do that. And just like I heard others say, we're human. And uh, you are affected, you know. And But you just have to keep persevering. It's hard sometimes, but you still have to keep pushing, even when you don't even feel like it and you feel that hopelessness and everything. That's when you got to reach out to somebody. Look, I'm feeling like this today and I I need some encouragement. I need some help. You know, I need to talk to somebody, you know, don't, don't, the worst thing we can do is I'm I'm talking to myself because the worst thing we can do is just take it. Salady. Suffering silence. Mm-hmm. That's just what I've been doing and just keeping it in, keeping it in, keeping it in. Mm-hmm. Suffering in silence is the worst thing you can do. Mm-hmm. You, you have to reach out. You really do. And um, I'm so glad and you know what? Okay. That, that's, that's why they're hitting you so hard because they want you to continue down this lonely path and continue to suffer in silence, but you don't have to. You don't have and to. I don't want every to. Sunday. And I'm a phone call away. You can call me anytime. And, and, and we're here every Sunday to try to strengthen each other and, and, and help to keep each other strong. You know, we don't have to go mm-hmm. through this alone. They want us to think that we have to go through this alone. Mm-hmm. They try to force us into isolation, but we don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. The Lord blessed us with each other. And I'm know? so happy, so, so happy and grateful for that. I couldn't wait until today. I just could not wait to get to this call. And I just thank you. I just thank you. I just thank you so much for what you're doing, and I appreciate it. Don't ever think that you're not appreciated. I so appreciate it, and I appreciate all of you taking the time. And um, your words, you know, it's encouraged me, and I needed this today. 
I needed it. Amen. You know, uh, many of us um, are not connected with our natural families anymore, or maybe a few family members, but not all. Or maybe if we are in touch with family, the relationship is not quite what it used to be. And and that's me included. It's the same with my family. And I come from a large family, so, you know, it, hurt, it hurts even more. Yeah. Um, but if we are believers and we are Christians, we are of one body and we're of the body of Christ. That's right. So that makes us sisters and brethren in Christ. Okay. Right. So we may not have our natural family, but we, we, we can be family. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We're, we're from this persecuted family, you know? That's right. And so we should be thankful and grateful for who we do have and just rely on each other. I mean, if that's if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. And that's one thing, one favor I think we can give to ourselves is to accept mm-hmm. what is. And that's what I've done, and that's why I look forward to, you know, listening and hearing from everybody and being on the call and, because I've recognized that and I see that and have come to the conclusion that <clears throat> I'm not going to keep going over what I've lost you know, in relationships with family and everything, but just to accept who God has brought into my life, you know, and um, and just move forward. Amen. Move forward. Amen. Thank you for letting. Thank you for the opportunity to speak to answer your question. And thank you, and come back and talk again if you like. Okay, thank you. And if your phone, um. If you want to call me after the call or, you know, anytime this week or whatever, please feel free to do so. I'm going to try to reach you, but I don't know if I can because something's okay. going on with your phone. So if you don't hear from me and you'd like to call me, please feel free. Okay, and I'll check those settings, too, when I get off the call. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. The questions, there are two questions today. I had so many, but I picked two, and I think they're two good ones. Um, the anger that we feel, is that justifiable? He in the uh, chat room is talking about how his neighbors right now are targeting him with noise campaigns and Lord knows what else. That kind of stuff don't make you happy. <laughs> so for most people, it's, it's going to make you a little angry, especially if it continues, you know, with all this harassment and this unwarranted negative behavior. Uh, so is is your anger justifiable? Not to say Dee's angry about it because that's not what he said, but the average person would not be happy, you know, that on top of all the other stuff that happens in a target's life. So is it justifiable? You should never lash out. I'm not saying that. I'm not implying that. You should never, la- ever, ever, ever lash out in, in, in uh, anger, you know, in a violent manner. But... Emotions are emotions, and anger is one of the emotions. So is that justifiable? That's one question. The other question is we all have that uh, mental illness label that was given to us um, in order to discredit us. So are targeted individuals mentally ill? Can mental illness be induced? Were some targets that you may have known perfectly going on about their lives? in a productive manner, and then just kind of succumbed to all of this torture and became mentally unstable, 
Um, so are, are TIs mentally ill? And are they justified in being angry? Those are the questions of the day. Um, Lifestyle in the chat room says, anger is right, but I am not sure about vengeance. Well, you know what the Bible says about vengeance. Vengeance is the Lord's, and he said he will repay. So we're not supposed to try to seek vengeance on anyone, anyone. But just how we feel happy sometimes, we don't feel a little upset sometimes too, really. I, I, I honestly, I try to be, I think I'm a pretty even-keeled person. I, um, I'm pretty calm. I mean, I, I get upset like everybody else. I'm by far perfect from perfect. But I think that I understand this program and I understand at least some of their end goals, and that helps me to control my emotions because I do think we need to be in check of, of our emotions. Um, so I try, you know, I try. However, there have been times where I got mad at some of the things that these people have done. I really, really have because they intentionally try to trigger you. They really, really, really do. And if I'm prayed up and I've done my meditation and all my woosahs and all the stuff I try to do to stay stable with this mess, there are times where they can catch me on an off day, and, 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 and I will speak my mind. But I try not to be in that because that's negative energy, but it happens. It happens. So the times that I have done it, you know, just kind of responded or reacted, if you will, I think it was justifiable. It's not something I want to do every day. I want to try to be, you know, in control at all times. But the times that I have responded to them, I'm sure it made them happy, but I do feel that it was justifiable. So the question is, is it justifiable when you just get to that point? Hi, Donna. Hi, Renata. How is everything? I got here late. How are you? you? Um, um, I'm just sort of um, spending a lot of time with God today, um, going through a bunch of sermons on the Internet from people that I've sat under and uh, getting fed, and I can't imagine going through targeting without the Lord. Um, I I have so many things on my heart I'd like to share, and I know I won't get to them all, but um, I do appreciate this call very much. I guess it's become my church right now. Um, Anger can become like a drug to a person you can get addicted to the adrenaline rush. And um, I think I came from a family where there wasn't a lot of uh, empathy, where it was always pull yourself up and do it. And I used to resent that, but I think that's another thing that contributes to um, me going through this thing without dying. Um, I came from a crazy family, and I had to do a lot of soul-searching, character-building, introspection, a lot of everything, 12-step programs, church, uh, counseling, self-counseling, school. So 
the point I'm trying to get to is that when we get to this program, some of us have done a certain amount of work on ourselves, and some of us had it kind of easy where we didn't really have to go to those places. But we bring who we are to what's happening now. And sometimes, you know, you might think somebody's perping you when actually it's just you've never wanted to look at those things. And a lot of time, if you do not have dialogue, if you do not share what is in you with other people, um, then, then yeah, you're going to get negative response. And are you going to call them perp because of it? I mean, we're all human beings, and we all come with feelings, right or wrong. They are what they are. But uh, it infuriates me um, to think that anyone would hide behind the program rather than take responsibility for what they can do today, their own actions. Uh, A lot of people don't really, really see themselves. They think in their head they're one way, but in all circumstances, they're not that way. And I know myself, I used to be so angry, and I couldn't see how it was affecting other people. And so I really had to look strong and hard at that. Um, And I'm still looking at it. But, yeah, this program is uh, very dangerous, very, very dangerous. And if anyone's lucky enough to have a Christian living with them, and you think that they're somewhat uh, grounded in, in their word, in their life, it might do you well to listen with your heart and with your head. And uh, because the pattern, I, you just can't go around seeding all the time. That's what makes you crazy. That's what makes other people around you crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are running around saving, you need to pull in, draw back. I heard people on the phone calls, uh, and that's what they're doing sometimes. They've got to for their own sanity. Um, I, I think a lot of you know what I'm saying. And um, for what it's worth, I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Thank you very much. And I do agree. We cannot go around seething. We have got to talk it out and get it out and try to help ourselves through this, you know. Thank you, Donna. I'm going to put you on hold. There are eight if you have not spoken yet. Um, the question is, are, are um, 
is anger justifiable for the targeted individuals who feel anger occasionally or some people feel it more than others? Um, is, is, are you justified in feeling angry or should you walk around happy all the time? And, I mean, there's a lot of TIs who say, I ignore, it doesn't bother me, I go on with my life, it all goes over my head, you know. I try to ignore, too. I'm sure you do, too. But I get angry sometimes. I do. I really do. Um, but it's the way you handle it that, that counts. You should never, ever, ever lash out. Never. Okay, star eight. Hello, Connecticut. Hello. Okay, I'm going to put you back on hold. Hello, Connecticut. Okay, when you come back to the phone, start eight again. Massachusetts. Hi. Um, Hello. I'm a very analytical person. And I'm speaking, what I, this is Sally Ann. Sally Ann. Hi. Okay. Hello. Yeah. I'm a very analytical person. I looked up the word mental in the dictionary, and it has two meanings. One is very positive mental character or disposition. Um, in, of, or done by the mind. And then it goes down and it says, intellectual, cognitive, cerebral, comprehensive, perceptual, rational, conceptual, theoretical, abstract. Now, these are all very general terms Uh regarding regarding the mind. And then it says lunatic, mad, psychotic, demented, mentally ill. Mental illness is a creation of psychiatry, which is a creation of the CIA. And this is documented. I don't have the reference with me right now, but it is documented. Now, if you look up the word normal, it says conforming to a standard, regular, usual, typical, free from mental or emotional disorder. So... They're taking you in circles. They can't describe what normal really is. And they can't describe what mental really is either. Are TIs mentally ill? No, we are not. We are abused human beings. We are. We have been singled out by a group of people that are predators. And what does a wild animal do when it's injured and backed into a corner? 
it comes out fighting. Good should, point. Very good point. Should we act on our anger? No, we should not because they're feeding off of it. They're feeding off of what we do. If we do well, nothing, if we do nothing, they get, become barren, empty, useless. I would say, uh, when you said, should we act on it, no. I'll say we should not act on it in a negative way, but for myself, I have acted on it with activism. That was my response to my angry feeling, is to get involved in activism. So, no, we should not act out in a negative manner, but make right. it a call to right. action. Yeah. Right, and you know what Jesus said about anger? Anger is murder in your heart. That's what Jesus said about anger. Mm-hmm. And I identify with that. I know when I'm angry at these people, I want to retaliate. I want to hurt them back. But I went out today and I looked at their faces and they don't even know what they're doing. They're just driving around, you know. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Um. I've like insulated myself because I don't. I don't react to them, or sometimes I will say something very clever and humiliate them, but. I try not to do that. My anger comes out in this, you know, I I put them in their place when I get angry or I don't do anything. But, um, you know, if you don't do anything and then you look at them and you smile, you're really making them feel like idiots. And that's what you want. Now, I don't have a very heavy, targeted life. I have been blessed. But I also have been a loner all my life. So I'm very strong. I've been rejected all my life, and I've lived to the ripe age of 64 years old, being on my own, a loner. So they're not getting to me the same way that somebody else would actually be affected by this. I'm a stronger person. I think they're confused with me. I think they don't know what to do with me. They're dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. And and I, 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 as an example, use me as an example by, you know, I've got, well, I've been rejected all my life, so I've built up a shield. I've built up a wall around me, and nobody gets in that wall. Nobody breaks through that wall. And it's good for this situation. It's bad in other situations. 
You know, I, I'm trying very hard to change and be more open to people, but I'm a very beat up person emotionally. I mean, it's been going on all my life. I've been, I've been odd and out all my life, and I've lived with it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's made me a very strong person. And and it's made me very unique in that area. Um, my living arrangements are such that I'm protected. I live in a brick building, and I live on the first floor, and there's the the ceiling the in between the floors is cement and sheet metal. So this building is very, very um insulated. I don't get attacked a lot. Um, I found out I was a TI in two thousand fourteen. Up until that point, I had been experiencing a lot of vandalism, and I know who was doing it, and, you know, it's like the man broke my heart. I don't know what the hell is in his head. I just don't know. But um, I have been listening to good frequencies and beats and game cases, um, CD, and I have been protecting myself since the first day I found out about this. So my, my um, targeting has not really progressed. I I do if if I don't listen to whatever I want to listen to at the time, um, I will get pain in my legs, in my feet, in my hands. Um, they've been attacking my eyes, which I am worried about. But um, as far as that excruciating pain. I've only experienced it a couple of times, and as soon as I plugged in my earbuds, it subsided. Um, I strongly recommend to all TIs to listen to a Nero Beats, Wavine, which is W-A-V as in Victor, E-E-N, and the health section of that has some really good sounds, really good healing sounds. Um, that's a that's an app you can download on your Android app. Okay, I'm gonna put you on hold. I have a bunch of people waiting, but thank you very much for all your information. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you as well. Put you on hold. Okay. Is the anger targeted individual feel, is that justified? Not to say they should lash out and do anything violent, because we should not. 
But is it justified to feel what you feel? Um, that's one question of the day. The second question is, are targeted individuals mentally ill? Can it be induced? Maybe they were not at first. Um, because of the smear campaign, most TI's families think they're mentally ill. Your uh, one-time friends now think you're mentally ill. Your coworkers think you're mentally ill. Your neighbors think you're mentally ill. Your mother, everybody. Think, not everybody, but they try to get everybody to think you're mentally ill. Is it true? Are you? Have they driven you to insanity? Because they certainly do try. Hello, New Jersey. Hello. Are you there? New Jersey. Hello. Sounds like you were trying to get to the phone. Okay, I'll put you on hold. Start eight when you come back. Oops, there's New Jersey. Yeah, Renata. Hello. Hello. Hi, Charles. Yeah, how you doing, Renata? Hi, everybody else. Okay. Yeah, well, first of all, before I get to the questions, right, um, there's something I came across um, a few days ago. Well, I had it in, I had it in the book bookmark section for quite a while. It's, um, it's a three-part um, YouTube video by um, somebody um, called Gangstalking Manually. I don't know if y'all heard of it. Well, anyway, yeah. it's... Um, Huh? Okay. He's good. I like him. Yeah, yeah. And um, the, uh, the video, three-part video, gang stalking, targeting in America, or in America, just the facts. I mean, it's great. I mean, I, I just listened to the first one, and I'm really, you know, exhilarated by it. All right. Okay. okay. Now, as far as the um, as far as the um question. Okay, um, anger. Yeah, you got a right to be angry, angry, um, and all that. But just like your other emotions, just like with your other emotions, okay, you stay in control about what you do. Okay, um, emotions is the fuel behind what you're supposed to do, but you always supposed to stay in control. You know, um, and yeah, I mean, I, nothing wrong is wrong with anger as long. If you stay, you know, if you can control with yourself. And what's the second one? Okay, that one was angry. Are are, uh, targeted individuals mentally ill? Mentally ill? Um, No. I mean, no, they're not mentally ill. I mean, because, I mean, just by the mere fact that, okay, somebody feel that that you're supposed to be in, in, in this program and they're afraid of what you're doing what you're doing or what you're about or whatever like that. No, you're not, but you can be driven that way, yes. Okay. All right. Anything else? No, no, I'll wait for later. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Charles. All right. Question of the day, is the anger that the targeted individual feels, is that justifiable? 
also are targeted individuals crazy um, or mentally ill. The New York Times says that we're mentally ill. Dr. Phil says we're mentally ill. Most of the officials, the police department, the the um, mental health community, they all have targeted individuals labeled as mentally ill. Is it true? Is it true? The targeted individuals who have gone over the edge and killed up massive people, they said that they were mentally ill. Is it true? Hi, Darren Headlights. How are you? Hello. I'm sorry, I had my mic muted. I'm sorry. I, you know, that's a really good question, Renata, because um, if you're if you're stimulated or um, you know provoked to act in a mentally unstable manner, then if you can't control that behavior, then you kind of are. I mean, I hate to say that, not that you really are, but you know, from the perspective of everyone around you, if you can't control what's happening, you know, and you can't hide it and stay in control of your emotions, then you kind of are. So that's a a hard point to make. Well, let me just stop you right there. Okay, so people who are not targeted, they get angry at times and they lash out at times. Does that make them mentally ill? Well, it depends on the degree of their behavior, how bizarre the behavior is. If they lash out in a normal fashion, and if we lash out in a normal fashion, that doesn't make us mentally ill either. I think it's a matter of degree and, uh, you know, when someone is acting out of control, whether they're targeted or not, you know, that's kind of crazy behavior, no matter who, who it is. So it's just, you know, it's a matter of how you express whatever you're going through. It, you can be totally crazy and still maintain your appearance, you know, if you're able to control the emotions that are flying through you. It's not, I don't think it's possible with us, but... <laughs> but it's just a a warning to like be aware that you know I I, earlier and I wanted to talk about this other kind of anger that seems to be uh, in my life anyway it's the embarrassing kind of anger where you get angry at silly things like you keep losing things and um, get angry to the point of I don't know embarrassing yourself because you can't find something and just kind of going off the hinge that kind of anger is um the crazy looking anger that uh, I don't know about you, but I am quite prone to that because when I lose things continually, it gets frustrating, you know, or when you drop things or whatever that are normal things, that kind of anger. Do other people suffer from that? Just flying off the hook at stupid things that we shouldn't really be so angry about. That okay, was my well, one. People can hear you, so they'll, they'll respond. They can hear you, but everybody's on mute. Okay. And the other one is, yeah, I don't know about being crazy, crazy. If you can't control yourself and you're all over the place, even if you're not really crazy, you're going to look crazy and you're going to be, you know, incarcerated. So it's important to uh, maintain your uh, affect when you're trying to talk about any of this. And I just recommend if you want friends on the outside... Try not to talk about this. And if you do, talk about it in a third-person capacity. It's not you. It's a friend of yours that's going through this, and you looked into this. 
uh, situation. And it, if you found a bunch of interesting information, you could share with your friend. As long as you don't say it's you, it seems to be something people can, um, they'll, they'll follow you. If you don't like what they find once you explain it, it usually scares a lot of people and they run with their, away with their hair on fire, so to speak, out of fear. Because they do believe it. They do believe it's possible. And they don't, you know, when they hear about it, they're like, oh, my God, something else, you know, because they know they do feel like someone's trying to kill them. <laughs> right. But they're... So I'm, I'm done. sorry. That's go, all ahead. I want. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I've, I've done. That's all I wanted to say. Okay, well, I hope you feel better because you were typing in the chat room that you were having a little bit of rough, little rough today. Yeah, well, see how much better your call made me? I just came on here and got to chit-chat and uh, already feel better. Thank you, Renata. Uh-huh. Your name? No problem. Thank you. And I'll be praying for you. Okay, put you on hold. I'm going to run back to my computer. Hold on. Okay. Is it justifiable to be angry? Not everybody feels angry, by the way. Some people, I think they really don't. They have learned to contain their emotions, and they they probably don't get angry about this. But if you do, um, or just thinking about other TIs who certainly do, because some people do, um, is it justifiable? And also, are targeted individuals mentally ill, as so many have labeled us. Hello, Chicago. Hi, Renata. Uh, This is Aristotle. And um, first of all, thank you so much for having this call weekly. I uh, started calling in probably a couple of months ago, but I'm not really one to usually speak. I did make one comment, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was I don't know. It was kind of weird. Uh, it was some strange sounds and interceptions. But anyway, I'm glad to have your question today. Um, as far as, you know, are, uh, are we justified? Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. I mean, this is, um, you know, our spiritual, physical, and social lives have been sabotaged and stripped Mm-hmm. You know, and for me in particular, I'm a longtime target, and many of you would probably know me uh, from uh, Twitter, but, uh, you know, f- for me particularly, my ang- most of my anger comes from when I think about what they've stolen from me uh, as far as my, right and respons- my rights and responsibilities as a parent. I am a parent of an autistic uh, person. Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine the complexities of raising um, any child with any type of disability, whether it's uh, developmental, mental, physical, whatever, it's, it's like it's an additive to already, uh, you know, probably the most, uh, you know, important responsibility most of us would have. And when I think about when my son, he's a young adult now, 
But when he was a teenager going to school, he was sleepy every morning. I mean, they, this, impacts, this impacts our children's, our children's rights to uh, have a prosperous and full life uh, that's free of harassment. I mean, they do things to children as well that I won't get into here. Um, but for me, that that's where most of my anger comes. My, I can't even imagine not, not ever being angry about this, what they've done to, to, done to not just me, but to all of us. Uh, some of us, you know, maybe we handle the anger better than the others. Than others, all targeting is different. Okay, so, uh, you know, we don't need to play games with each other. Uh, You know, some of us have been through multiple phases of this. And uh, so the the impact, you know, we've had, we've lost more. But anyhow, um, your other question, you had talked earlier, you had um, kind of asked, uh, you know, well, what about someone that is mentally ill? Well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, that that would make that would make it even more of a criminal and egregious act for them to target someone that's already knowingly mentally ill. And I'm not talking about just TIs, period, but just, you know, this is wrong to target. Nobody deserves this. But for someone that's already uh, knowingly mentally ill, they may not possess the, you know, the the, uh, competency or intellectual or communication skills to even to not only not consent, but to even like report it, they may not even have the the you know the ability to report the abuse and the violations to make them go away or subside or uh, otherwise you know get some help from someone. So okay, um, excuse me, excuse me. Who are you referring to when you say they may not have the ability? Who are you referring to? What kind I'm of- referring to. I'm referring to like if they the mentally ill person like let's say oh, okay. earlier you Got had it. mentioned you had unless I misunderstood it's possible that I misunderstood because I had the phone on <laughs> a speaker and you know generally so because I'm doing other things but I thought I understood you to also besides the question of whether or not uh, a TI is mentally ill you had earlier also stated what you know what would they be would this be justifiable to target someone that's mentally ill i did say that i did you're right i thought i heard that i I said i said uh even if a person really did have some mental issues would it be right for them to taunt them and target them so yes you're correct right that's the that's and that's renata that's the question that i'm uh that that, you know and the, the, the the initial question i mean i think that's, it's just obvious that this is, we have a right to be angry. But the secondary, when I started to talk, and I apologize, I should have specified that, but that's, 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 that's the group I'm now speaking of when you said, is it justifiable to, to, to target someone even if they're mentally ill? I don't even know what that means, even if they're mentally To me, that makes me more angry because they, they, may, they may have, they not, not may, they probably, they likely have less, ability to fight this you know they, if they're mentally ill already why would you tar- that's see that's where that's where that's where all of our history lies that's where it all started when you look at the history of mk ultra and all the other experiments uh historically initially they were you know they that was one of the major groups that they targeted were um people that were mentally ill well as a parent of a disability person uh, i am just I, that just makes me more, it's like, how dare they, 
you know, that makes me even more angry because they can't, sometimes they can't even communicate to their guardian or parents or, or caretaker that something is being done to them. So guess what's going to happen then? They're going to, their uh, abuse is going to probably be uh, uh, more extensive, definitely longer. They're never going to stop because there's no, there's nobody fighting for, it. you know, there's no, nobody's made, they're, they're not always able to make someone else uh, aware of it. But, that is um, so true. And you think about the, the people that are in mental institutions um, and how they're being targeted and no one's listening to them. Like that's you right. Said. You know, many of those people are being abused that are in mental facilities, and most of them don't need to be there. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Uh, the last uh, question, uh, you, I think you, you asked, uh, are TIs crazy? Well, no, um, I don't think so, not necessarily, and certainly not naturally, uh, unless they already had, uh, you know, a pre-mental illness, and I don't even know what that means because uh, no TI knows when it started. I don't care what they say. They don't. They don't no, none of us know, you know, but we only know when we first noticed it, um, confirmingly true. noticed it. But um, in my opinion, um, you know, having spent most of my adult life raising someone with autism, which is a neurological condition, um, I do feel that um, for those of us who are long-time TIs, um, whatever that means, right? But I'm talking about people that have reached the phase of uh, being uh, uh, remotely uh, beamed or lasered with radiation weaponry or technologies. Although I say that we are not naturally uh, mentally ill, and we are, we are not, unless you already were, um, I do think that the radiation effects the the effects and the impacts from you know being 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 with radiation i mean we're experiencing this this is real radiation guys so this can create like neurological um deficiencies um and what i mean by that is like sometimes um are, there could be issues just re- pure neurological issues uh in terms of memory loss uh sensory uh, deprivation. Uh, Some of us have more uh, abrupt uh, issues with our hearing, our seeing, and some of us might feel like, okay, well, I'm kind of in my middle age of life or older age of life, so these things are just going to happen. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, these things happen, but um, you know your body better than anyone else, and I know I can speak for myself. I've had things that have happened to me that I it's just unspeakable, my whole experience. But um, I think the vibe, when we feel, usually we start to feel the vibrations maybe in that phase one, phase two time. I think that, I mean, think about that. You can feel, vi- you're feeling vibrations on your skin. These are, that's, a, that's not natural. That's not normal. You know, the skin touch. Right. It's, all, so, it's so, always so much of what they do is not normal. It's true. You're right. I mean, it's terrible, you know, it's, and, it's, and, it, and so it does, I said all that to say, um, you know, a lot of this is, leads to and, and involves brainwashing. And when you, are being, when you are being brainwashed, you are not consciously aware of it. So, I mean, that could be happening to some of us or could have happened to some of, some of us, but I don't think that TIs naturally are mentally ill. Absolutely, I reject that at all, at all costs, so... 
Um, and I just think that we are absolute warriors for even really being alive, being mm-hmm. able to speak about what has happened to us. Um, as far as the whole anger thing, I just love that question because we don't, you know, I think that it's wonderful. You know, I started listening to your call because um, I thought, you know, I, I think I saw one of your videos and uh, and I just kind of felt like, well, wow, this is a real positive lady. And and uh, I always wondered how long you had been uh, a TI, but you just seemed so composed and not angry, actually. <laughs> and I just couldn't relate. I mean, I'm just like, well, I could relate, but I'm just like, wow, I wish I could not be angry like that, but I am. Well, you know what, it's been a choice of mine, and as I said earlier, I have had very angry moments with this. I really have. And like you said, when you just count up all the losses, um, and you had spoke about uh, parenting. I can't remember what you said about parenting. I'm sorry. Um, But you you mentioned parenting and, and with your child, and it brought to mind how we're not, for the most part, we're not operating at our full capacity because of all the stresses. And it robs our children of us being the the absolute best parents that we can be. I'm a good parent. You're a good parent. But I could be that much better if I didn't have all the stresses that goes with this targeting. Um, We could be better employees. We could be better friends. You know what I'm saying? Like these stresses mm-hmm. do something to us, you know? Yeah, you absolutely. You can't operate at your full capacity. And when I was working, I would think about that. When I would get my review and they'd come up with all these complaints, and I'm thinking, well, how can you thrive in a negative environment like this, you know, with right. all these hostilities constantly coming after you? So, yeah, we, we've been robbed of a lot. and. Um, and it, it is something to be angry about. But again, we should not lash out in violence. It's, it's not that at all. But I, I, I just made a choice. Like I'm just not going to walk around mad all the time. I just, it doesn't feel good. I did that already, you know. And I just right. And, and I, I, you know, I say kudos to you. And I certainly don't walk around mad. I mean, <laughs> it's been a very long time. So <laughs> I know this program, and you know, <laughs> uh, I'm not going anywhere. But but I, but I will but, say, but the if, anger if you saw my there. face, you would think that I am mad because people say I mean mug. They do, they do say that. They say I have a very serious expression on my face and I mean mug. So it would appear that <laughs> to most people that I'm that I'm really mad all the time. But I, that's not how I feel all the time. But I, I do go there sometimes. I'm human. Well, you always, sorry, sound, you always sound very spiritually uplifting, and I think that's why you probably have a following uh, on this call, and I, you know, I think that that's a blessing to all of us that there is such a call. I mean, I, I do call into one other. I'm not a big fan of the whole call-ins because, you know, TIs. Although I say they don't have, <laughs> most of them don't have uh, mental illnesses. They do have certain character. A lot of them have characteristics of insecurity and other things going on. So they, I could hear them bickering and and stuff on calls. So I, I'm not a huge fan of calls. But I do. I call into your call and another call uh, that I get something different from. But mm-hmm. uh, but I think for your call, well, for me, I I'm grateful that it does. I mean, I like listening to to the, that. Uh, I like hearing that so many women are. Well, I don't want to say women. <laughs> uh, most of us are women, but not all of us, and that's, so that's absolutely incorrect. But uh, right. most of you know, I think that we're going through so much. 
Mm -hmm. This is like slavery. Okay, I need to go ahead and say that word because what they're what they what they're inducing upon us, what they've stolen from us, mm-hmm. it all equates to slavery. Mm-hmm. When I when I take a shower, when I bathe, when I urinate, when I'm on my period, they know. They can mm-hmm. see. Okay? Mm-hmm. And and we have to say these real gritty things. And those of you who follow me on Twitter, you know I talk like this all the time. What what is your Twitter but, um, name? I'm Aristotle, 1865. A-R-I-S-T-O. I'm going to try to get back on Twitter. Um, Aristotle, 1865. Yeah, I, you know what? I will send you a quick – I'm going to send you an email because I want. I have a question for you that I, I prefer not to to ask on, okay, on here. But, okay, but um, anyway, so that's that. there it is. I mean, that's, that's kind of my opinion. I don't think we're mentally ill, but I do think that they've done things to us. Yes, they definitely have. Thank you very much. I'm going to move sure. on because there's a bunch of people waiting. But thank you so All right. much. You're and, welcome. And send me that. Uh, send me the uh, email and send me your phone number. I'd like to call you. If you I sure mind. will. I sure okay. will. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Now I see that. Um, where'd you go? I was just about to unmute you. Oh, Frank hung up. I was going to unmute him. Um, okay. Frank, call back in. I was going to unmute you because I know you've been waiting a while. Okay. All right. Hopefully he'll call back. Okay. So let's 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 uh, make it quick. I guess these are two very engaging questions. So let's make it quick because people are waiting a long time, and I feel bad about that. Let me get to. Hi, Ken. How are you? What do you say, Renata? Renata, hey. if, you talk, if you talk about being angry, you lose all your freedom, all your privacy, and then they come after your money. If you wasn't angry, you'd be mentally ill. But it all, it, it, how you take that anger and channel it. When they do it to me, I just tell more people about what they're doing. Because mm-hmm. when, when I'm getting ready to go on a trip, they they burn the bottom of my feet to the side of my feet is both both exact same spot on both feet. Now how in the hell does that happen? Oh, you know, wow. it, I just step on a cigarette barefooted in the exact same spot on my feet. So they they attacked a lot of different things on people. So if mm-hmm. you wasn't angry you would be mentally ill. But you gotta learn how to channel that anger to get the word out on them. That's what I try to do. And so and I'm going to mention, she said she had a Twitter account. All the people should be tweeting Donald Trump and, and don't mention about the gang stalking and all that stuff. Just tell them how come the electronics is being used on American citizens. That's all they need to say. How come these electronics are being used on American citizens? Because it's already came up on him that he was going to reveal what DARPA's doing with their secret technology to the whole world. Now, I hope he does do that. I, I heard that from Alex Jones, so hopefully we'll, we'll see that come about. But if I don't know how to tweet, I don't have a Twitter account. But if I did, that's what I'd be doing. So. Yeah. Now has he has he responded when people have asked about the electronic harassment? Has he responded at all? You know, I I don't know if he has or not. I know Jeff Murray's sending quite a few uh, tweets on it, but people just say they're using. The electronics on American citizens. 
I think that's, if you go into the gang stock and all that, then we start sounding crazy. But, he, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do. They can do what they want to do. I've seen a lot of people, they, they never get anybody to believe them because they, go, they, they tell it in the wrong way. That's the way I look at it, and that's just my opinion. Right. Okay, so, well, thank you, Ken. Okay, you have a great day, and all of you on there have a great day. Thank you. You too, Ken. Bye-bye. I love Ken Rose. Ken, Ken, Ken. He does so much for our community, you guys. He does so much. And I appreciate it too, Ken. Okay. Hello, Marilyn. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Renata. Um, I had a scripture that I wanted to share when you asked about that earlier. It's, it's real short and sweet, so I'll just share it. And I hope that um it, it does encourage people as far as, um you know, just uh, reaching out in their own way to try and fight this. But anyway, it says, um, it's Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you may go. Amen. Um, so I had, <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm the one on the call as far as, let me see, the two questions. Are, the first one was, um, what's the first question? The first question is, is a targeted individual anger justifiable? If they are angry, I'm going to assume all of them are angry, but if, if they are, is it justifiable because of everything we go through? And the second question is, are targeted individuals mentally ill? Because that's the label given to us. Is it true? First one, I, I feel that um, we, we definitely experience all kinds of emotions behind this, and I think that um, a lot of people definitely experience anger. Um, and I was saying how with me, like when they really, you know, get me upset because you go through this, you know, all day, every day, day in and day out. And um, But when they really get me upset, um, it's just like my way of um, – you know, my way of responding to that basically is, okay, let me do research. Let me, you know, post evidence. Let me um, basically spread awareness, you know, do that even more. And so it's just I basically just use it as motivation. This will be motivation for me to continue, you know, to, to fight this basically in any ways that I can. Um, I feel like, yeah, we, we do get angry, and it's like righteous a righteous indignation. Um, I feel like, yeah, you do have a right to get angry. It is a human emotion, but, um, you know, when it says sin not, it's like how we respond to that anger, like that's the important piece. Um, all targeted individuals mentally ill. Like, this this question is so good for me because I'm, I'm the one who, in the beginning, like when I first started calling in and everything, like I was so depressed. And um, and tears and stuff a lot of the times on the calls, um, but I just feel like my my focus and my perspective has really really changed. So I mm-hmm. do see purpose in it all now, and, and so I, I'm now like living and acting and like responding or whatever out of that. Um, <clears throat> I believe that, like, you know, I, I actually, for me, I felt like all my life I had depression. 
you know, I, I, I attempted suicide at the age of 15. Like, that was my very first suicide attempt to age of 15 because um, already then, you know, my life had already been so rough and everything. So I'm a lifelong target. You know, I know that when when the statements are made that, um, like, no one knows when this began. Well, I know. It, it's been lifelong for me. My mother was a lifelong target. So this has been generational for me. My family has been targeted for at least four generations now, and I know that. But um, <clears throat> all the, all these years, I thought I had depression, and what I've realized now is, um, no, it, it is the circumstances. You know, these orchestrated events. You know, all these circumstances or whatever that have been taking place in your life that have caused all the stress and frustration and discouragement. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So I wasn't depressed just for the sake of being depressed. You know, I wasn't depressed because it was some chemical imbalance and blah, blah, blah. I was depressed because, you know, these psychos, they are the ones who are crazy. We are not. I was depressed because these psychos were wreaking all kinds of havoc in my life, my mother's life, and even my grandfather's life before her. And so um, my, my life was made to be extremely difficult deliberately. And so, no, I don't. I don't consider that a mental illness. Um, <clears throat> it, it's it's just sad, and like, and they slap all kinds of labels on people. Uh, you know, being psychotic, being schizophrenic, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's not true. I mean, I I can't say it's not true for everybody. But I was even challenging. I have challenged folks. I've actually called like Nami in different places or whatever to ask certain questions to provide them information on these patents and everything. How is it, you know, if someone goes to their doctor complaining that they're hearing voices, how can you automatically say that they're schizophrenic or they have some other issue um, when you have these devices here that say that they can cause people to hear voices? You know, so if you have these devices that do exist, (laughs) then you can't automatically label someone with, um, a psychological problem, a psychological condition or whatever. I'm like, if nothing else, you have to dig a little deeper and dig a little further to see if, if it's actually a mental condition or if this is being caused, you know, by some other means. And so um, now I've, I've been sending the patents because I'm just like, I'm, because as far as those, the, the audible things and the visual things, you know, they can cause you to see certain images and da-da-da. They can cause you to hear certain things. I'm just like, I want to make sure you all have this information because you cannot. When when someone comes to you and complains that they're hearing voices, you can't just automatically diagnose them with something when the voices can very well be caused by these devices. And there are various devices. So, like, I'm I'm just, I'm so tired and I'm fed up and, you know, I'm I'm just sick of the crap that the government is selling. And I'm like, you there's no way that you can um just try and sweep all this under the rug and say, Oh no, it's not happening, it doesn't exist. You know, you like like for me, the the argument was that I I just woke up crazy one day. How? Like how? How do I just wake up one morning and I'm completely out of my mind? And the thing is, no one said anything to me about wanting to get counseling or any of that until I filed a complaint against my supervisor, like a legitimate complaint for the harassment and retaliation I was experiencing. As soon as that complaint was filed, everybody and their mama started telling me I should go get counseling. 
And I'm just like, counseling for what? I got someone today who believes, you know, he reached out to me online, but he believes he may be um, being targeted. And I told him, whatever you do, don't let anybody convince you to go see counseling. Like, <laughs> not right away. I'm like, you know, basically try to try figure out what's going on. And don't let anybody rush you into some psychiatrist's office or some psychologist's office or whatever, because I'm just like basically once they do that, it's pretty much a wrap. I mean, it's not, but then they have this file on you now. Now they have some file, some record. Whether it's true or not, they have the record. Um, okay, I'm going to have to stop you. There's a bunch of people waiting. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Thank you, Renata. Uh-huh, thank you. Okay, so people have known you all your life. They grew up with you. They bore you. It could be your parent or parents. Hung around you from childhood. Lived around you. They know your character. They know you're not crazy. But all of a sudden, everybody's using the word crazy around you. They're um, they, they're being told that you're crazy. So the question is, are T.I.s crazy? And is the anger that T.I.s feel justified? Hello? Hello, California. Hi. Um, how are you doing, Renata? Um, I haven't been on your call in a long time because of my really extreme insomnia, and now I've got the flu, which I was talking to one of the other chairs the other day, and I said, I, I never, I rarely ever get sick. And now okay. here we, here we are, now I'm sick. Um, I'm Amy. Oh, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. I just got a bit of the flu, and just when I said I never get the flu, I got the flu. <laughs> I get it maybe once a year. But, you know, hey, that's, um, you know, whether it's just uh, from stress or whether they induced it or, you know, I always want to look at the medical first um, and choices I made before I ever give them any credit for anything that's going on with me, whether it's my sleep, whether it's my diet, whether it's, you know, my stress, (laughs) whether I'm not getting enough vitamins. And a lot of this, systemically, I have come to notice over the years, and I can't say this is for everybody, but uh, with us women, because we are much more hormonal than men are, going all the way back to the dark ages, think about it for a minute. Men were allowed to get angry and not call crazy, but the moment women showed any kind of anger, they were deemed as mental, mentally incompetent. Um, I was watching a series on Queen Victoria on PBS, and she was only 14 when she was deemed queen. And she was a rebel. She did not want to marry. Um, she did not want to be hooked up with her cousin. Um, she was actually in love with one of her subjects who was not of royalty, but she was not allowed to marry him. So she wasn't going to marry at all. And they tried to make her incompetent and, and deem her mentally ill because there was they were trying to form a government that was back in the 1800s. So I tried to relate that, and I'm thinking, hmm, okay, if we were, if that was, if we were present day during that time, um, we're actually going through very similar things, except they're using the, you know, the occult, they're using, you know, artificial intelligence to induce these things. And I know myself, um, when I'm in a windy area where mm-hmm. I used to be stationed, 
very windy there at that base because the planes could take off. I didn't realize until I looked into the science why I felt angry all the time. Well, there's negative ions in the air, and it does create emotional, you know, in nature. It does create a, a feeling of emotional anger. I, I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but when it rains or it's about to rain, the atmosphere changes. You either feel better before it's going to rain or after it rains. Um, you know, it, it does kind of have an effect on us. Um, so all of these things that, like, I've had depression my whole life and PTSD to add on top of that, but I choose not to wear those as a, a decorated, whatever, medal of honor. Um, to me, the more I suppressed it growing up, my um, anger, it would turn into depression. So it really is unhealthy if you don't suppress it. And men suppress it all the time in all kinds of different ways and they get away with it. But the moment we react or we tell them off or tell them what they don't want to hear, they automatically have always labeled us as crazy. But if you call a man crazy, it's like a, a badge of honor for them. So it's a double standard. But um, when I'm looking in this, this study guide about anger, and I had to think long and hard about this because um, I have been angry, but the way I've used my anger was not effective in the past. So I had to totally have a overhaul of my psyche in the way that I approach things and people because I want to be a tool to help myself and help others and encourage not to just throw out my garbage out there in the garbage pile and, you know, let it rot and do nothing about it. So when I'm looking in this Bible study, it says righteous anger. Righteous anger is appropriate when, according to Scripture, sin is being committed. God himself expressed righteous anger against sin. In And it says, Jesus expressed righteous anger in Mark and in Matthew um, in the temple when he looked around at them and angrily was deeply saddened at their hard hearts. So the way I perceive that is be angry about a situation, not necessarily carry that anger towards a person or a bunch of persons who are sinning. They are sinning against us. We have to remember it's okay. That's part of our human condition to be angry, but to ask for forgiveness and let go of that anger because, you know, I know time and time again, I don't take my own best advice is, you know, the anger, the forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for us. Right. And I really never was one good at forgiving myself um, for all the things I thought I caused all the things I did in my life. I took ownership of those. But that was the opposite end of what was unhealthy. So don't, for, you know, forgive yourself for getting angry. Just don't let it fester. Use it to, to move to action, to do good. Um, know that you are, allow yourself to get angry, but then let it go. Um, just like if you had, uh, you were on the, as a kid, you're on the playground and you're on the merry-go-round and you fall off and you get, scrape your knees and, you know, you just basically brush yourself off and, you know, you get back on and, you know, next time, you know, how to hang on better. So we're all helping ourselves prepare as to how to deal with all these 
emotions that are being inflicted, whether they're spiritual, um, whether they're artificial intelligence, they're doing all kinds of things that way back in the Bible, they would have never perceived that they could do this kind of artificial consciousness, intelligence, whatever. So I refuse to give them too much credit for bringing us down, whether they're hackers, whether they're from Russia, China, whatever, our own government, um, some 14-year-old kid, some fat dude sitting behind a computer thinking he has all these friends on Twitter when he doesn't have any friends at all and probably never goes outside and eats Big Macs all day. So you have to think about the big picture that it's okay to be angry, but to not hang on to that because then it starts eating a hole in in your very soul of who you are. And we were not meant, um, we're, we're loving beings. And if we just have to remember um, to put that on the shelf, put on, put that on the God shelf. Say, God, this is this is my wrath. Please take it away from me. Um, it's toxic. It's causing me to be sick, um, mm-hmm. both physically and in other ways. And how am I to help others if I can't even help myself? So, um, you know, that's that's my two cents on that. And okay. I, I think so anger much. comes from. From, comes from unforgiveness, comes from jealousy. But but me, I see it comes from injustice, really. That's what, where it really comes in. So with all this women's movement that you saw happen all over the nation, all over the world, these people were angry, and they were doing something good. They were protesting and doing something good with that, which, you know, was good what we saw. There was many different issues out there, health care, um, women's rights, um, with as far as you know, entitlements to your body, um, you know, many different things. So, you know, we can get angry about issues. We don't have to funnel all them towards one person because one person does not necessarily control everything, even though it appears that way. Um, We all can make a difference and we all can make positive action by what has happened to us and make something good out of it to make a better world for everyone and not like this kumbaya kind of a thing because I'm a realist. But Okay, uh, okay I'm going to put you on hold because there's a bunch of people waiting. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. thank you. Thank you very much. You made some very good points. So thank you. Okay, two questions of the day. Is uh, the angry targeted individual justified for being angry? And also, RTIs mentally ill, which is the smear campaign that all I think it's safe to say all TIs have. Hi, James. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Uh, um, well, I think that um, if we're not angry, we really should be because we're being murdered and you know um tortured that's terrible and okay. if people don't if you know i think what happens is they um the powers that be um are giving the impression that it's nothing at least that's the impression i get and other people i think too that that, that this whole thing is nothing and that we should be quiet and but it's really it's really, um, you know, a meat grinder. It's tearing us up. It's it's um, torturing us to death. This is a process that 
that ends in our death. So we have to realize that and get really angry because, um, you know, yeah, I don't have to walk around angry, but when you are, you, you don't want to take any crap at this point. I mean, you know, the time for just pleasantly explaining the whole thing from the beginning is over, even though you know that the person knows about it. You want to get angry at that person who knows about it, and yet they're asking you to say it again. The policeman, you know, you want to get angry. You don't want to, you don't want to jeopardize your freedom, but you want to, you know, in no uncertain terms, put them in their place and tell them it's real, and they, they, uh, you know, they know about it because they they have to deal with people all the time, and they say the same thing that they don't believe it's going on. Uh, I, I redesigned my website in the first page of it because um, I got some really good new um, information, which is that this the triangle that, uh, you know, the authority triangle that goes from, you know, the president down to the vice president and all the way down to, to the workers, well, that triangle is used for used by psychopaths. It's a psychopath magnet. It draws psychopaths to it because they like to control people and it doesn't and and it it encourages the way things are. You know, if you can imagine you, you I'll tell you this one thing and then another thing and then you can imagine probably many others like the militarized police. They're um they were given military stuff and then all of a sudden they started acting, not all of a sudden, it was a process. They started acting more like the military, you know, um, you know, attacking instead of negotiating and, uh, you know, beating people up and all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, they didn't tell, nobody, nobody got all the men out there and the women and said, now look, we want you to beat more people up and we want you to uh, attack first and not like you're the army. They didn't say that. They didn't have to because it's kind of implied and once people start doing it and they don't give any they don't give any direction not to, you see the stuff come the all the information comes from the top and they're not saying not to beat people up. They're not saying not to attack like you're a you know, a military unit. So by not saying they're they're effectively getting what they want and not saying it, it's it's kind of um it's it's not it's not right really isn't it it's it's a, a lie it's um well, i don't know it's just it's just wrong it's a crime that they did that because they knew what was going to happen this is like this is going on like uh you know like world war 2 started and it's already pretty far along uh, let me just read something that i that i wrote here and i'll stop um Sorry about that. Uh, okay. Um, so I, I put three new videos. One of them is a well. They're all three have Dr. Horton in, in it. One is um, psych, psychopath magnets, and that's the one with Dr. Paul Marco, and he's done a lot of work in that area where uh, you know. The heads of many corporations are psychopaths, and they are like that, and they have that corporate uh, triangle structure for that very reason. And he was he was even fired 
on numerous occasions where he upset that they don't they don't care if it's going to save money to do it a different way they don't they want that structure so that they can brainwash people so i would listen to this to these videos and especially that one the psychopath magnets exposed it's in my website in case you're interested it's jamesleco.com all one word and then .com j a m e s l i c o .com and i'll repeat that again so then another uh, these videos well this one video is interesting um, preparing court for court cases uh, by targeted individuals it's it's by dr horton and i i think it's genius i think she you know it's amazing she this woman has done like uh i don't know 60 70 80 videos in probably less than two months i don't see how she did it but she did i love her today we were going to listen to one of her videos lydia sent me one of her videos and uh charles actually sent me the same video we were going to listen to that one today but i don't think time is going to allow it so oh, all right well, yeah, they're very good. They they are all very good. But this one about gathering evidence is especially interesting. She goes through it fast, but it's it, it will it will uh, bring you up if you're down. It will show you how to how to do it. It will show you, you know, it will answer questions. She answers questions that you might have during the whole thing and actually you know it seems like she's answered every question that you might have during the the presentation that she does i you know i think it's just genius anyway so i wrote here um this is about the the um what i'm just going to go over right now it's about the the contractors that hunt us down like bounty hunters so i uh let's see i wrote never forget um a horrific torture program that is coming to an end if if you help if you help them then you will be rounded up and charged with felonies the same as them also the government has immunity from prosecution but you and the contractors do not have that immunity from prosecution both the contractors and anyone who helps uh helps them with uh, helps them open themselves up to a legal action for war crimes. Murder is still a big deal, and also I am being tortured. And why, you ask? Um, why don't you ask the mercs why they torture? Why? But um, but they will probably tell you that they don't. And even if they do uh, tell the truth then why exactly are they torturing people inside the safety and security of their own homes? Maybe electromagnetic weapons are painful by their very nature, which they are, but that is only part of it. Uh, I get regular electronic beatings every day or so. Uh, one, I tell, uh, ask them, what, this is, this is something I'm going to hand out. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's going to be like a brochure you can hand them. So number one, ask them, what do you want my help with? Don't they pay you enough? Two, they will ask 
they will say um, the TI is dangerous. And, and they will say that some people need to be watched. We, and then number one answer, we still have due process in, in this country, don't we? This, this is things to tell the, you know, ask the contractor if they ask you these things. Um, number two, we, we have the right to confront our accusers in a court of law, don't we? we ha- and three, we have the right to a speedy trial still, I think, don't we? Number four, then what the hell are all these mercs doing following me around everywhere? Well, this is another type of question. Everywhere and like I go, like bounty hunters. Okay, um, ask them Ask them why the government would bring a dangerous terrorist into my neighborhood. The answer is they would not. They would not allow a dangerous terrorist into your neighborhood. Dangerous terrorists are by definition put in jail because they're dangerous. That is unless they are not dangerous, and by definition they are not terrorists. Remember, if he is free, then let him be. No one needs to be watched, like they say, because it is a lie. Tell them so. Um, Think about it. These men bring a dangerous terrorist into your neighborhood. Then they want you to help subdue a dangerous terrorist. And, um, you know, and then, you know, say, are you kidding me? Their program is secret and they are just letting you in on it. Yeah, right. This is the way it is supposed to be. They call it, they call it winning the hearts and minds. Remember they used to say that in Iraq? Well, that was for a reason, because they were at war in Iraq. They are supposed to spy on you. They are supposed to spy on all of the neighbors, not just that one targeted person. They are supposed to spy on all of the neighbors. Hi, Dan. Yeah. Please, there's a bunch of people waiting. Okay. They can and will uh, hear what you were saying. Anyway, um, because it's a dialogue that you can talk them, you know, ask them questions, and, and they should have answers, but they don't. And you need to kick them the hell out because they are criminals. Anyway, so um, that I, I guess I'll just stop there. Thank you, James. Yeah, watch my video. My, watch my – look at that. Uh, jameslico.com, J-A-M-E-S-L-I-C-O.com. Watch those videos, three videos, and and read that. It's very interesting. Okay. Thank you, James. All right. Okay. We're wrapping it up here, so be quick, please. Hello? Hello? Hi, Renata. It's Lauren. I'm going to be quick. How are you? Good, Lauren. How are you? Sorry you had to wait so long. That's okay. I'm going to be quick, though. Uh, I um, have been, number one, do I have anger? Yes. Um, You don't need to have a a pot on the stove at the highest aisle. You can still have it simmer, and it boils hot and will stay hot all day long. I hate the stalkers that have destroyed my life, my sister's life, all of our lives. Mm-hmm. But every time I hear that song, you're the wind beneath my wings. It's, the more I get more 
angry about the help. It takes postal workers and doctors and nurses and employers and bureaucracies, both public and private, to help. And you helped. It takes people in high places for the law to turn down. You are cervical rejects. I hate. And with that hate, it just fuels me to wanting to fight this until the day I die. Because I know the end. They want my life. And I decided a while ago... You can try to have it, but I'm going to fight for it. Do I think targets are mentally ill? Absolutely, positively, no, no, no. No one can work a job or career 10, 15, 25 years, and then you're schizoid. Schizophrenics can't organize. They have absolutely no routine, and it takes routine to get up 40 hours a week. I don't believe doctors. That's routine in itself. When you're that mentally incapacitated, I'm sorry, you can't even get to it. You can only dream about it. You can't get to it. We're in our 40s and 50s, and now we're mentally ill. It doesn't make sense. That shows up when we're young. Dementia shows up when we're at least, what, 80, 85? We're too young for that. Right. And we've had too much routine. I believe the evidence... It's good, but what's even greater in numbers, we all have the same formula. We're going on with our life, something that we don't know what to call it at first, but all heck is breaking loose. Large groups are stalking us. We go for help to medical. They want to slap us with schizoid. We go to the so-called cops or prosecuting attorney. They want to go take us to the mental ward. And all of it, I know even people would say, the DOD directive, that's all nice, and it describes it, but all of this is birthed during Hitler Nazi. The Stasi, the propaganda is right there. It's almost like a, a manifesto in itself. So that's all I wanted to say, and thank you for your time. Uh, hello? Say hi to Lillian for me. Oh, thank you. She was on show yesterday. She was my guest. Aw, how sweet. Yeah, look it up and yeah, look it up and listen to it. It's the earlier interview. They got What's your code again? Mm-hmm. Huh? What's your code again? I forgot. It. Sorry. It's it's one four two, one twenty four. Okay, good. All right, thank you, Lauren. Thank you. All right. Are targeted individuals mentally ill? Um, is their anger justifiable? Hello, New York. Hello. New York. Waiting. I hate to put you back on mute. You'll be in line again. Hello, New York, New York, New York. I can hear you scrambling. Hello. All right. Back on hold. Okay. Hello, Carolina. Hey, Renata. Hello, Cupcake. How are you? I'm doing okay. I hope you are. Yes, I am. What's going Good. on? Um, well, first I want to answer questions. Um, the one about being angry. Um, 
Um, I do agree that we have every right to be angry at targeted individuals. Um, I, I, I wrote somewhere yes I saw somewhere yesterday a targeted individual had left this comment and they said we didn't we they brought this war to us, we didn't we didn't bring it to ourselves or something like that. And that's the truth. I mean we really I mean I know exactly how this occurred for me and this and and they and we really didn't go out and choose this and nobody did anything to to ju- to to uh to warrant this happening to them um so i would say that yes targeted individuals have every right to be angry um to not use their anger in 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 a negative way um but to use that anger only in a very positive um way um you know definitely not use it to harm anybody physically but i do think they have every right to be angry they have a war that has been waged against them 24 hours 7 days a week there is no break mm-hmm. um the other thing i wanted to mention i just wanted um i had been reporting some various things to the local police and i live in a mm-hmm. very i mean it's not the smallest community but it's not a big community and it's one of those places that things this big can easily leak, and they have. And a lot of the things that have leaked, it, it, and a lot of the things that have leaked, is, is is very evident that the police are definitely involved in my targeting. But mm-hmm. every time I speak to them, Renata, they are adamant that they know nothing. And it is so sickening because I know based on just the leaks that I've known, they're very involved. And every time you talk to them, they just flat out, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't heard anything. I don't know. I mean, they just play this dumb role, and they are heavily involved. And I don't mean lightly. I mean, I know some people say, well, the police isn't involved. Well, in mine, they are. They are heavily involved. Um, So it's just amazing how they lie. I mean, just... Um, they feel like you don't have enough on them to take them down, so they're just like, oh, we're just going to keep denying. Um, I'm like, based on just what I know, I know you're involved. Um, but they just keep saying, no, we're, we're, I just don't know what you're talking about. Um, so last night I went out walking, and, um, you know, they have the, the satellite thing or whatever you call it following me around, and uh, it was just police running by me every 10 minutes, zooming by me every 10 minutes. And I'm like, these are the same old no good somethings that claim they don't know anything, but here they are zooming by me every 10 minutes, zoom, zoom, you know, and I'm like, because they're watching that satellite, they're, and they're mm-hmm. in on it. I mean, it's huge. It's all over this community, all over, like mm-hmm. a cancer. And they're just sitting there lying. It, it is the most sickening thing I've ever seen. And but that's was, what they do. That's that's yeah, exactly what they do. They 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 deny everything, mm-hmm. you know, and they and they don't admit anything. That's it is utterly sickening, is it not? Yeah, it is. And I was just gonna say this, um, that I know you heard of the the author Gloria Naylor, the lady yes. that wrote the Women's of Bruce. Um, you know, she just recently passed, and um, she um, I didn't know had, she passed. Yes, Miss Naylor passed. I think it's been maybe two or three months now. She just oh. recently, and I'm not sure the circumstances around her death. I I don't 
know for sure the cause or, you know, if it was natural. Or, um, but I just know she died. Um, and she wrote a book, um, as, as I'm sure you know, called 1996, detailing yes. the gang stalking and what was happening to her. And her story is pretty much identical to all of ours as far as how they started watching us, how they started sending stalkers around us, how we knew we had no privacy, noise. She had all of that in there. Um, she, you know, she detailed how she got into some kind of little argument with a neighbor, and he had connections with someone in the NSA, and it's how it got, the ball got rolling. Um, you know, so some people, they, they keep hollering. I keep hearing people say, oh, nobody's just going to do all that because you got into an argument. I'm like, you don't understand the the, the uh, pathology of these people. I mean, they don't, I don't, that's another frustrating part of this. People don't understand because, yes, normal people, you get into an argument, yes, you may say, I can't, I don't like her, I don't, but you're not going to go as far as to try to ruin their life forever. You're not going to like, even if you could do something like that, you wouldn't do that to somebody just based on something like But these people aren't normal, okay? And I think people don't get that. They, they don't understand that. And um, I don't think targeted individuals, and, and even there was a man who wrote a big thing up about her and said, well, she's crazy, and why would she ruin her career by saying that? You know, and you can tell. I mean, she's done. she did a, a, an interview that a lot of people have viewed about her book and about it, and you can, I mean, she... She wasn't crazy, <laughs> and she she admitted that she you know dealt with depression. So I think targeted individuals, um, they may deal with depression, but and I and I told somebody the other day I was talking to somebody that was a TI, and I said, and you can't really, in my opinion, use that like as mental illness. Anybody would be depressed if they were having their life sabotaged and ruined every single day by the U.S. government. I mean, who wouldn't be? So you can't beat yourself over the head. If you're depressed, why wouldn't you be? Anybody would. That's anybody, true. Anybody would be depressed. Why wouldn't you be? So that that's just all I wanted to say. Okay. Thank you very much for your comments. Mm-hmm. All these uh, recurring traumas, like Cupcake said, who who would not? <laughs> be depressed, and go angry. As long as you don't act in a negative way on the anger. Hello? Hello, California. Okay. Keep it moving. Hello, Frank. Hi. Hi, Renata. How you doing? It's Frank Allen. I'm good. How are you? Every time I got ready to mute you, you had hung up, and I know the, the wait was very long today, so I apologize to everyone who waited forever um, just to speak a few minutes. I apologize, you guys, but I guess, I guess people really like these questions today, um, and I don't know if you heard them, Frank, but the first question is, is anger justifiable? I mean, a lot of TIs find themselves becoming angry at one point or another, not to say that every T.I. is walking around mad every day, but, I mean, things happen continuously in our lives. And so um, it is okay. justified. That's one question. The second one is because of all the smear campaigns, I think that one 
smear campaign that most targets have in common is that we are mentally ill. So are TIs crazy? Okay. Uh, what I will say about anger, uh, most TIs are stricken with uh, anger for the reason that high emotions the perps work with, such as uh, deep sadness or high anxiety or anger, they use this. So I'm not going to excuse TIs from being angry because everyone gets angry. So uh, actually, I am excusing us because everyone gets angry at, at one point or another. But what I'm trying to say, I guess, is I'm trying to warn against it because that's one of the emotions that the perp uses. But in terms of being mentally ill, no. Uh, the mental institutions today are filled with TIs uh, that just never got the message, never found Bernada, never found anyone to talk to. So what I'm going to say is, no, they're not, and we're not. Mm -hmm. uh, we are a group of people that are very much aware more than the average people. And oh. I will say that because one in three people since 2005 has been shipped. And those are 2005 statistics. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to say is targeted individuals are very much aware, uh, more than the average person. And just to get back to the anger issue, try and keep your cool because the perps feed on it, they thrive on it, they can use it against you. This is how they get in between couples. This is how they break up families. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's best to try and bury that anger. That, that's, uh, that's my answer in a nutshell to both questions. No, we're not crazy, and anger is justifiable, but try and keep it under your hat. That's true. Thank you so much. Did you want to say anything else? I feel bad you kept hanging up because getting disconnected. So, did you want to say anything just, else? Yeah, sure. I would just like to let everybody know that uh, our Washington date has been moved once again from Monday, May the fifteenth, to May, uh, Friday, May the nineteenth. Now that's our move to Washington. And this is still subject to change as Congress has changes on their calendar all the time. And what we're waiting for is a day when the lobbyists are there. Uh, we don't want to talk to just anyone. We want to talk to the congressmen. And we don't want to talk to their aides. So this is why we're waiting uh, for lobby day. And Friday is also not a good day, I've learned, because Friday they pack up their briefcases and load up their cars and head home for the weekend. So I guess we have Congress for a four-day week, which is something that I didn't realize. But so you got any, anyone who, who would like to come to Washington, uh, we're all going to try and help you get there. We have a number of people working on transportation. Uh, we have a number of people working on lodging. Uh, the cheapest price we've come across so far, I believe, is $62 a night 
and I tend to think this is probably going to be maybe uh, a one-nighter. If you're in the California area, Amtrak is right around $300, and it's three days. So I'm tending to think that uh, we haven't uh, researched flights yet, but that's next, uh, like Blue or something like that. We're going to have to find out. But it depends upon the number of stops you make naturally. But if you made five stops, it's not like riding three days in a train. And another thing we're working on are buses. Maybe a possibility of uh, chattering. I, I have a list of 25 Amtrak locations in California. So that would uh, breach the uh, Rockies and the uh, West Corridor. So there are a number of ways to get here. As far as the East Coast goes, I think that's pretty well cut and dried. We have Route I-95, and we have buses and we have trains as well that are far less expensive than the uh, 3,000 miles from California. And for those of you in between, we'll say Midwest, uh, it's going to be that much easier. It's the people that are in California and, you know, out in the West that are going to be the most difficult to get there. But we expect a lot of... Go ahead. Who do people contact for more information? Uh, You can contact me. Uh, My name is Frank Allen. I'm going to have a list of names posted of other people that you can contact. Uh, My phone number is 508-857- 8334. Again, my name is Frank Allen. Uh, my email address is Frank dot V Archer P H E A R C H E R at Gmail dot com. And if you want any more information on this, I will post it daily on uh, Targeted Massachusetts on Facebook. And I will also, before too long now, have a website up. I purchased the name. I just have not gotten the website built yet. And we're looking forward to actually getting a lot of accomplished. And uh, that, that's why I don't mind if it takes another two weeks past May 19th to do it, or three weeks. Uh, we are going to make a good showing Uh, in Washington this time, and we're going to do it in numbers. And anyone who wants to come, you're welcome. That sounds wonderful. Okay, well, thank you for all of that information. um, No problem. Thank you so much, Frank. Yes. Okay, put you on hold. Okay, this will be our last... bunch of noise there <laughs> okay all right well you guys this has been a wonderful call um we actually went over by about 20 minutes so i thank you all for coming today and hopefully we can come up with a uh another good question for next week because this was really really good so i thank you all and and everyone have a blessed week okay all right god bless you all talk to you guys next week
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.